0: On episode 50 of the Galen Trombley Show, I have a friend of mine that I've known for 25 years, and this is actually the first time that I've actually met, talked, or seen, I say met, but seen or talked with him in roughly 10 years. We graduated high school together. Um, Jonah Curtin, uh, we have a a lot of good memories, but we actually didn't go back and reminisce too much. We talked a lot about, uh, I guess, kind of where we're at in life now, which... I think it's cool. I think it's always cool to look back on your high school childhood friends and kind of see where they've amounted to next and or now and and kind of where he's going. And I'm super excited. Um, Guy's got a lot of positivity, a lot of good good mindset. He's doing a lot of cool things. Um, So I hope you guys enjoy episode 50 of the Galen Trombley Show. Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. Welcome to episode 50. That's number 50 of the Galen Trombley Show. Um, actually, the number 50's the guest of the 50th show has been punted around like three, four times because we had a bunch of reschedules. But I'm actually really happy today because uh, the, uh, the guy I have here, and we were joking when I got in here, I haven't actually heard him talk in real life in over 10 years, or probably not over, but close. Um, I grew up with this... This guy, we've known each other, I think, now for 25 years, and I think we met in kindergarten. And um, obviously, I always enjoyed conversations with him. We played a lot of sports growing up. We hung out a lot as kids and obviously grew up in the same... We probably grew up less than a mile away from each other. And like I said, he's kind of... He lives out of the area now, back in the area, and just kind of... I follow him more through social media now, but he's been doing some cool things since um, I last saw him and spoke to him. So my my 50th guest on the Galen Trombley show is Jonah Curtin. Welcome, Jonah. Thank you for having me, man. And uh, I know I'm, I'm, I'm pumped because I've had, obviously, we've had, um, you know, I've had Mike Henry on here, Nick Levine, and I've had a few people, you know, some some people from, from back in the day that we both know, and there's some other people I'm sure you know. But um so for people that do not know you, give them a little background on who you are um, and how you got to 2019 Jonah, because I'm curious definitely on the last 10 years. Well,
1: the last 10 years. <laughs> Well, start way
0: back. Start where you came from and then work your way up.
1: It's funny that you said we've known each other for like 25 years. Is that I just, I texted my mom when I was coming in here and I was like, hey, do you have the picture of our kindergarten class with Ms. Davis? And we were in the same class, I believe.
0: Actually, what mic do you have? I just want to make sure. Is it this one right here? Yes. Okay. Just a sec. Let me just make sure. Here, grab that mic instead. You, no, you can keep the same arm. We're going to do this. Oh, actually. Grab this right off because I screwed up. Let put that on the ground. So put that right in. Because we had a bunch of people yesterday, so all the, the other agents crisscrossed all the mics. So your normal mic, is that better? A little like, better? There. there. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I'm like turning you up. I'm like, I can't hear you. That's so, better, yeah. Okay.
1: So now you can actually, you'll hear yourself in them. Cool. So go ahead. Yeah. Um, so I think we were in the same kindergarten class. Yes. Mrs. Davis' class. Yes. And so I had the picture in there, and I asked my mom to send it to me because I was trying to get it to to you and I to have it so we could look back on it before we started the conversation. Oh, cool. It's at my dad's, and he's not answering his phone call right now. Oh, but it's all good. I'll send it to you, too, when I have it. Um, but, I mean, yeah, we grew up literally half a mile, a mile from each other. Yeah. Um, 18 years in Jay-Z. And knowing you, and I always look back real fondly because we didn't hang out in the same circle of friends we had yeah yep these same friends Mm -hmm. but it was cool because you're a very smart kid and you were always a very smart kid in school but you also made the transfer over to the kids who maybe were a little more uh, on the troublesome side too and but you were friendly to everybody and that was always something that was very endearing because it was a cool thing to see that you can play both kinds of sides of the thing and now seeing you doing this like i walked in here today and it was my mouth, my jaw dropped. I was like, wow, this is amazing. I'm seeing you on social media all the time, doing everything that you're doing. And me being someone that loves podcasts and loves social media, I find it super interesting. and super cool that you're doing all of this stuff. Um, so, so after through Shay Z, I got done, um, graduated obviously in 08 and didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, i got in trouble my senior year, senior year, junior year in Shay Z the big oh, yeah. the whole big thing yeah. and that kind of set me back a little bit didn't really have any direction when I got out of high school tried to go to Clinton community uh school at that point was not anything for me so then I bounced around for about 2 years and then finally I was like well I got to do something man because I mean I was 20 years old 19 years old and so the military is where I went did that thing um the military is not what I thought it was going to be it is it's a big daycare center and I mean that because it's the easiest job I have ever had in my life uh, maybe I got a little easier deployments and easier service time than my other friends who had been in when they actually did real deployments, Afghanistan, Iraq, and all of those things. I lived on the beach for three years in Pensacola. Like I worked at the hospital from six to two, Monday through Friday, went home and opened my window and there's a beach view. So I got a pretty easy life in the military. Um, after that, I didn't want to come home because I hate the wintertime. I, I'm just never going yeah, to come you. back up I here hear to you. wintertime. I <laughs> And so, it was either going to be California or Texas, and California was way too expensive. Um, tried out Dallas, did that whole thing, uh, served tables, bartended, started going to school in Dallas, fell in love with the city, which, have you been to Dallas? You go, and you really Are should. Are you a Cowboys fan? I'm not an Eagles okay, fan. Okay, proud of you. Sir. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah never mind. Yeah, yeah. I still remember that. No, keep going. It, but I, I will uh, say
0: though, you were a legit Eagles fan because yes. you were in high school and they weren't winning, so
1: and, and I've become a more Eagles fan, not even because they win, because I live in Dallas and I had to put up with cowboy yeah, fans. I hear you. 24/7. I respect that. So <laughs> I do respect that. <laughs> uh, but no, I live in Dallas. Uh lived in the city for a year and a half, right in what's called uptown. I mean the main main little hub of the area. Uh bartended and served tables, which in a new city, I think that's the way to go. Because I met a billion people in a matter of seven months because it's all you do is meet people when you're serving tables mm-hmm. and, and bartending. Um, started school at University of North Texas, where I'm going to finish up at the end of this year. Um, and started my own business. Well, started training, got my certifications for training. Um, started working at a gym and figured out I was like, well, they're taking eighty percent of my money on on my commission, and so I was like, well, wow. this is this is pointless. Started my own business instead, and I love it. I love training. I love being with people. I think I'm a very big people person, so I think that makes my life as a trainer a little bit easier. One, because I enjoy people, and two, because I enjoy fitness. So mm-hmm. putting the two things together, it just seemed like a no-brainer.
0: So are you? is that kind of the career path you want to
1: take? Is it down the fit- fitness realm? Eventually, I think so. Because it's kinesiology, right? Yeah. you're going for? Yep. Yeah. And I, I think, because we'll backtrack a little bit. Uh, maybe a year ago, I met a girl. Um, started dating, hanging out all the time and started getting real serious so the next move with her was moving together by my house and then start my own gym that was the goal that I had all lined up at the end of this year I mm-hmm. uh, got cold feet about all of it and so we have sat down we broke up and I had a, I've always had a kind of a dream to go travel the world and before I set my roots down in Texas and start the gym and start the house and start the family I was like well I gotta go do this whole thing first and yeah so I'm gonna graduate and take off.
0: So you're leaving in January of 2020. Yes. And how? What's? where are you going and roughly how long are you going for?
1: Minimum 11 months. Um, there's a long list of places where we're going or where I want to go. Uh, we're starting in Costa Rica and then Colombia, Bolivia, and Chile. Uh, that would take two or three months to kind of make my way through it. I don't really have anything. There's no time schedule that I'm on mm-hmm. except for I want to be in Thailand for April 13th. That's their new year. And you probably remember RJ, my exchange student I do. from a long... Are you guys still in contact? We are. We've stayed in contact oh, that's the whole awesome. time. Yeah. yeah, I do remember him yeah. very well. And so I've always been in contact with him. He's always told me, hey, whenever you can come, you need to stay for a minimum of three weeks. I want to show you this whole country. You can hang out. You can live wow. at the house. Yeah. And so I'm going to head to Thailand. That's the only goal that I have is to be there for April 13th and hang out with him. Have you seen him since? No.
0: But you've just connected just in-
1: on Facebook, Instagram. I have his number and email.
0: I don't know if you remember. You might. And I don't know if you... Were there or not, or if it's your mom? Um, I remember them dropping him off at the airport, and we actually flew with him in the airport. I know this is crazy. He left when was, it was the junior year? Was he here a junior year?
1: He was the, a junior. I think I was in ninth grade. The or eighth grade? Maybe I was. Eighth, we were. Eighth so grade. okay. Yeah. So
0: this okay lines up perfect. We were flying to Ireland, okay. and he left in June, and we had left in June. Yep. We were actually on the same flight from uh Burlington to Newark and I remember sitting with him on the plane which was kind of funny because you guys had dropped him off so I think I really think actually the last chazy person he was, probably <laughs> ever saw was me and I don't know if he remembers it or not but I remember he, I like sat with him on the mm-hmm. plane I remember we getting to the plane and he we were in Newark and obviously Newark's pretty big yeah and we had a direct flight going over to Ireland and I I don't know if it was just a direct flight or whatever but I remember my parents at the time because he was still a young kid. He mm-hmm. was 16, 17, something like that. Helping him get to the gate to find it. Because he was a little confused because there's double terminals and stuff. So I remember we had a little bit of a layover. So I remember them taking him actually to his gate. We hung out with him a little bit. And then kind of bounced when we had to go to our thing. But... I think we were the last people actually to actually see him. And it, so it was funny, really man. funny because I do remember, I don't know what, like the fact that you just mentioned it yeah. now brings it back. But yeah, it was like his real name was like Ruta Taman or long, something. Long, long, yeah. 17 letters over yeah, Straight, that? straight <laughs> name. But oh, that's awesome. Okay, so yep. that's April 13th. That's yes. the, big,
1: the big deal. Um, and so, oh, so cool. we go from Chile, we got to go to New Zealand. Um, I'm meeting a girl who I hung out with in the Navy. we were real good friends. She's like, well, I always want to go to Australia and New Zealand. I'll meet you there. I was like, cool, come on down. Um, that's cool. So I'll meet them there. And then I have a friend who's from the Philippines. I'm going to meet him in the Philippines. And we're going to hop around. Uh, we work together in, in Dallas. We're going to hop around and basically do all of Asia. And then when after Thailand, I'm going to go up to Moscow and then through the Scandinavian countries and come back through Europe. And So you're doing the whole thing? The whole thing. You're getting every continent. I'm going to try and... Personally, I wouldn't come back till I hit every single country. And I would go to every country. People I'm traveling with kind of ruled out the Middle East, kind of ruled out other... Yeah, yeah. I mean...
0: there's Yeah, there's certain places you want
1: to avoid. Certain, it, but. And that's it. And, and the first, it's so funny because the first thing everybody tells me is like, be careful. I'm like, go well, I know, and I and I know it means it comes from like a good place. Yeah, but like I live in Texas, where we've had three shootings in the last month and a half. It's yeah. like the be careful thing. I know it's it's a serious thing, but every place now, I almost think bad. it's like a default. Yeah, it's answer automatic. I, th- I
0: think I think at the end of the day, like if you're just traveling around um, and meeting people. Like at the end of the day, most people are good yes. people and yeah. you know, you get the, the ones that make headlines. Unfortunately, they're the ones that get yeah. put in the news. But um, I think if you travel around there, you're going to meet so many incredible people. Yes. And that's something I've always, I, to be honest, I will probably never do it until I'm, you know, older and can just travel yes. more for pleasure. But I think doing it at your age is cool. Cause you don't have any roots right now. And I'm telling you, we just discussed like kids, like as soon as that happens, like you're, you have 20 years done. Like you're not, it's not happening. It. And yeah. Especially if you – well, the other thing, too, is if you now start a business, it's – you can't – I mean, you can shut your doors, but you got to – you have overhead. And yes. if you're not paying your overhead because you're not there because you're traveling, like, this is the yes. perfect
1: time to do it. And, and that was – and that was it. And, like, the next steps with the girlfriend and the business and the mm-hmm. house is, like, well, this is it. Like, I'm going to split up. Those are roots. all anchors. Like, yeah, this is it. I'm going to yeah. be in Texas for the next 20 years making my – because, I mean, I'm going to have a business. I want to grow up, I want to do the whole thing. So I was like, well – Let's wait one more year.
0: So so you will be going back to Texas. Is the, is, the, is in theory is what you want to do?
1: I don't think so. Okay. Let's see, uh, I haven't, I think the next move after I get back is either going to be probably in the California area, uh, maybe the West Coast somewhere. Mm-hmm. I really have fallen in love all, all the time I spent out in San Diego. Yeah. And I have a few people. Uh, Ricky Osier's out in San Diego. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Tyler Bullris is in Phoenix, two, or three hours yeah. away. Yeah. A couple other people who I know from, the, I mean, half the Navy's in San Diego. Yeah. And so I get real lucky with that way.
0: I've been to Anaheim. I've never been South, but I have a couple friends that now have lived in, or actually live in San Diego now. And of course you look at the photos and it's like, oh, God. you know, it's beautiful down there. Yep. Um, no, I, uh, Southern California from a United States perspective is one of the nicest areas I've ever been to. And we I mean, don't get the seasons, but you walk out every day, shorts and a t-shirt well, that's what it and, is, yeah. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about anything. So if you like just sunny and, and 75, yes. 80 Southern
1: California. And I still, I don't know if it's cause I grew up here that I'm, biased towards the northeast i I still don't think there's a nicer place in the country maybe in the world than in those four months in the in the northeast i mean from may till now basically this is the perfect place to be yeah but when it drops to Oh yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I'm out. I'm out. I'd say day, day after Christmas up until
0: probably uh, May first. Like yeah. you don't want to be around just here. Cold and wet. Yeah. And so. it's like this, especially this past uh, winter was just ungodly See, long.
1: And you're the, the fourth person has told me since I've been here, it was the worst winter. And, day and it's too. not like it's not like
0: oh man, you're this old guy saying <laughs> no, like bitching yeah. about this. Like no, it was actually like the, the longest by far. Yeah. Um, it was probably it was almost Memorial Day before we really said like we have warm weather. It w- it was terrible. It was yeah, like rainy yeah. and 40s and 50s, and I'm like, how are we in the second week of May? And yeah. It still feels like it's beginning of April. We, we were probably easily six to seven weeks behind what a normal a normal what we knew growing up yeah, yeah, would yeah. be, and it wasn't that. So,
1: and on the equal opposite side, Texas where I'm living now, I mean, I saw 110 degrees for a month straight this year, and is I- it, it's dry. Try heat. No, it's not. Is not humid? where I'm at. Uh, yeah, 70% humidity, Ooh. and then you get down to Houston where it's almost 100% humidity. Oh. <laughs> it's it's gross. It's, it's disgusting. I can't do the humidity. No, and and that's the big reason I'm leaving. And then coming from here, where everything is so nice, and there's lakes, and everything is so kind of older, and everybody has a different house. I live in the middle of suburbia now, yeah. where it's every three houses are the exact same. Boom, 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 and they just lay it out as far as you can see. There's no lakes. There's no trees. It's just.
0: Well, I had some people I was showing homes to from Arizona that moving up from the uh, border, uh, border patrol, and it was funny. They got back and they sent me a text like, "We just got back to Arizona. We already missed New York because it's just dirt here." And I, we always take it for granted. Yes. And I mean, you can look out. Very rarely do you see mountains and you see water next to each other. You have basically here, and you might have like Colorado. Yeah. Like, and it's a very. And if you go to like all the national parks out there, they're absolutely gorgeous. And then you come here, we're like the east coast of that. But again, it's all we've ever known, so yes. we definitely take it for granted. I, I mean, I go down to Florida once a year, and it's like for me, it's fun to visit. I would never live in Florida. No, no, as, no, no. like the humidity to me sucks, and I'm not a huge sun guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm pasty white. Like, <laughs> give, give me in the shade. Um, I do like the warmth, but not that warm and humid. Um, so.
1: And and the mountains, I never thought about it until I couldn't look into the horizon and not see mountains. And now that I don't, and I come home I'm like, wow, this is really nice. Like, I can see mountains, and there's a this- real there's a view. At home, right? so like, when did you move out of the area? Like, uh, 2013. Wow. Yeah, yeah. 2012 because I joined the navy. Yeah. Wow. Beginning of 2013. Um, it that feels like a lifetime ago. It does, and I, know it, it, I am a whole different person than I was when I when I left.
0: Well, when I think about, I have, I have very good, vivid memories up until we graduated high school. My my 2000, literally 2008, July of 2008 till probably april of 2013 feels like nothing feels like nothing happened if well i mean stuff obviously happened but i don't really have any good moments where i look back and i'm like i remember this my college i went to college but i stayed at home i commuted i was working during the time so i didn't really go and like truly go away to college and i just find that there was like there really was almost like a five-year gap in my life that i I kind of look back at it as like a dark hole in my life. Not not in a bad way. No, like I was no, fine. Yeah, I yeah. just don't have any good memory of it. Yeah. And that's almost like you. Like you had a l- little bit here and then your life from 2013 or 12 on is yes. completely different. Kickstarted. And everything. really is the person you are today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've known each other, but we're different people than we were 10 years ago. Wait, Same I'm, clothes. I'm a
1: different person than I was when I left here five years or six years ago. Yeah. And I don't know if I, I don't know if I can get into it. What happened to me in the Navy and how I found being into fitness and how much I love all this stuff mm-hmm. now is because while I was in the Navy, I had a super low point. Um, I was prescribed Ambien and by the Navy, and they and got hooked onto those things bad. and Started abusing them with my friends and started mixing alcohol with sleeping pills. Yeah. Just a heads up, <laughs> it's not a good not mixture. a good cocktail, not a good mixture. Yeah. Um, they found me passed out on the floor of my barracks room. And sent me to the hospital, and the Navy thought I was trying to commit suicide. Definitely not trying to commit suicide. Just party a little too hard. Um, but they put me into a mental health hospital for wow. all of Memorial Day weekend, 2014, 2015, I think. Um, and I, I remember we had we had bunk mates in the in the in the. So you are actually probably with a crazy yeah. person. <laughs> Literally, and I wake up one night, and I look <laughs> over to my right, and he's just sitting right here looking at me. <laughs> I'm like, nurse, you got to get me out of here. Like, I am not, I do not need to be here. Like. And so at that point I was like, all right, we gotta we gotta start making yeah. some different decisions. And uh, the Navy gave me a year of Navy mandated, uh, basically sobriety, and made me go to rehab, do inpatient, and all that stuff. So that was part of my naval career. It was getting so, clean. So I'm assuming now like alcohol, drugs, uh, very 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 light on the yeah. everything. I like to drink, probably shouldn't. Um, Socially though, but, like, and then I'm very I'm highly aware of how much problems I have with alcohol it runs in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, So I think for a long time, I didn't drink, but then I started bartending and it's hard to be a bartender and not drink Mm -hmm. uh, just because of the social pressures. Haven't had any problems since then though. So that's the good thing.
0: I think probably too, because I've I've followed a little bit of what you've done. And obviously I'd say majority of the stuff that I see from you is fitness or anything that's very related to positive mind, positive thinking, positive and I'm not like a super like Tony Robbins, like rah-rah guy, but I, st- I do get, you know, I do, I, not the sense that I need a lot of um, motivation or I need people to tell me all these motivational quotes, but I do have an appreciation for people that have the positive mindset that it's like, hey, you don't have to, whatever that your field is, like I do it from real estate, I do it about trying to grow our local area. You're doing it from a perspective of even just self-improvement and also working with your clients that are improving themselves in a dramatic way. Mm -hmm. And I I would say more mentally than physically, because you know, I mean, we we can get into that, but it's the idea that that kind of stuff, if you align with people, and I found that as I've gotten older, a good thing happens is you, you, You really start to pick and choose, and this happens all throughout life, but I found that over the last few years, I've really got to pick and choose who my friends are, and who I, and slowly the people I don't want to be with kind of just, and sometimes they're great people, but sometimes they're just different circles of friends, and as you evolve, um, and it's good to have your close-knit friends, like I've seen you guys obviously like Tyler, and, and I've seen pictures with you and Ricky and stuff, and you still want to keep those guys that you know, are your crew from back home? Because I think there's a benefit to having guys that are you grew up with that understand where you came from. And Mm -hmm. honestly, are are your extended family. And that stuff's great, but then it's good to find your niche of people, find your people, whether it be people at the gym. And I think just the positive mindset aspect of it, it it does so much good for anybody. And obviously for you, being in times where, you know, maybe the light wasn't that bright. And now, like I said, you're everything I've seen about you and even just looking at you, the way you carry yourself and the things I see in social media, just... To me, I mean, I'm obviously social media can be a highlight reel, but I think there's a lot of truth to what you say and a lot of things that you show that is actually like, hey, I'm I'm really working at trying to be a better person, trying to improve people, trying to improve my either mental state or physical state. Um, so, what, obviously, you had a a turning point, and like, what are a couple things that you've now done? Like, what have you added in your life? What have you taken out of your life? What have you like? How have you basically completely switched at least a 180 from what? Yeah, maybe five, ten years yeah.
1: ago. Yeah. Um, the- the number one thing is staying consistent with my fitness. That is, mm-hmm. and when I started working out, I think I was like 130 pounds. And I was a yeah. very small. Yeah, you weren't little. a big guy. No, I was a very <laughs> small little man. And I mean, I'm not a big dude now, but at least I'm, I'm a relatively fit person. You look more intimidating now yeah. than you did 10 years ago. I grew a beard, yeah. basically. Um, but that consistency mindset where now, that, and, and you can apply it to everything, is that you don't need to make the change overnight and it's not going to happen that way. And so I, and I even tell my clients, I'm like, get the mindset out of your head that this is going to be a quick fix. And you, I tell all my clients, this is nothing that we're going to do is going to be fast. Like if you want to do one of your six week challenges, you lose 20 pounds, like go ahead and find a different trainer because and the analogy I use a lot with clients is like, what happens to poor people who win the lottery? They usually go back to being pretty broke pretty fast. It's, it's a skill. Everything we have to do is a learned skill, fitness is a skill. You learn, okay, this is how my body reacts to this. Okay, this is how much I have to work out. So the consistency factor for me has been the biggest thing in the world. Um, I got a little obsessed with the fitness thing, and that kind of helped me get clean because obviously you can't be partying and also be fit. I mean, it doesn't they don't they don't really mesh. Um, but overall, it's just... Staying in my daily routine, staying staying in my daily rituals, and, and figuring out exactly what I like to do. I like to wake up, I do the same thing every single morning. I listen to positive reinforcement every single morning by somebody. Uh, I'm a big Les Brown fan. Um, and it just not being overzealous and trying to get to the end point. It's just like enjoy what we're doing right now and don't be too worried about what the, what the results are going to be. Enjoy this process. And it all sounds very cliche. But it's the truth. And there's a reason everyone kind of passes along those things because Mm -hmm. that's what it's about. And so, and then working with clients has helped me the most because I keep them accountable, but they keep me accountable without even knowing it. Like, you can't show up to a client hungover. You can't show up to a client not in shape. I mean, these are all things that I had to think about because if not, if I'm still working at the bar, I'm probably drinking. I'm probably doing this. And like you said, narrowing down my friend group, not because I felt like I had bad friends. I just had friends that weren't interested in the same thing I was. And, and as you said, I think the trajectories that I want to take, you have to hang out with certain people if you want to do certain things. And, and I think you see that when you're hanging out with people that they might not be the best person to be around 24 seven. And I have friends in Dallas who I absolutely love, but our values and what we want in life, they don't line up. So I can go hang out with them, watch the game and stuff like that. But when I know when it comes down to it and I spend, who I'm spending most of my time with are people who are interested in the same thing I want and want the same thing I want. Um, You and I, I mean we linked up because you are you want to do things and you're trying to make a bigger name for yourself. And I want to come on here because I like you. I like doing these kind of things. We're both interested, I think, in the same, relatively the same things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think, yeah, and you narrow down your friend group as you get older because you figure out more about yourself and you figure out, this is who I want to be. This is what I need to do to be this person. Did you,
0: I, I saw, I, heard, I read this two years ago and never knew up to this point. Your brain stops developing at 25. Yes. And I did not know this ever. I mean, and it was funny, and the when I, we're well, we're almost thirty now because you're thirty, and you're older than me by a month. I know, <laughs> yep, I still know that. Yeah, yep. I still I always remember your birthday. But the uh, the idea is that I found out about this when I was twenty seven. Tw- yeah, twenty seven, probably turning twenty eight. And I remember reading that, and it it was it really like struck a chord because like I remember when I was twenty five, things just started to make more sense. And I don't know if it had to do with the brain development. I don't know if it was just me at my time in my life. But the the cool thing was I. Now I look at it and I'm very, I realize like the people that are under 25 and not in a bad way, like, but there's a reason why you make decisions and do stuff. I didn't find out that I really figured out who I was and had a, like the positive mindset until I was probably 25. And I was always a very positive person. And and like you said, from high school, I like to, I like to talk to everybody. I like to, you know, I tried to have as many friends as I could and no enemies. And I have done a very good job throughout my life. I've really, there's not many people in life that I dislike. Um, but it's the idea that at like 25, things just were clearer. And I think part of the reason I don't read a lot of like, you know, rah-rah stuff or like Tony Robbins thing, I say I pick on Tony Robbins, but there's a lot of people that take that it's good for and there's positivity and everything. And, if, and I mean, surrounding yourself with that kind of thinking, but I think that I'm in such a good mindset and such a good frame of mind that I honestly don't want to be messing with it. Meaning like even just reading other positive stuff, I mean, I I get it, but sometimes I'm almost like in my own head like I'm good like I just feel like I have and it's a really weird and it's not one you can just I think you've i think you're feeling that now it's one thing that when you first started you could kind of read it and but now that it's ingrained in you you think differently and it's one where you're thinking the same thing but I think inherently you actually feel it and like deep down in your whatever your soul or being that no like this is actually my head and this is what's gonna happen and this is my mindset and this is how I relate to people and talk to people and my overall intent on everything I do is coming from this position. And I really didn't find that until a few years back, probably around 25. And then it's really gotten stronger and stronger at like an incredible rate now, which makes me feel excited about my 30s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think, I don't know if you can allude to that, but I think that's probably what i Because I've, I've seen a big change in you over the
1: last probably two years maybe. Well, that's been the most by yeah. far. Um, when, did, when did you start really getting into the... Oh, this whole thing that you're doing the, the realtor and uh, well I
0: got my license in college at 20 I okay. started at 21 to be honest I, I was as part time as you could get I, I didn't really I didn't really find a huge passion for it at 25 I think I started to get a little bit more of like I think this will be a career I would say probably two and a half years ago was like when I was like okay I'm all in I'm gonna really put all my eggs or all my chips on the table and really go down this, this and it's funny it's really go down the the life of real estate um i was gonna say randomly walking in can you lock the door too when you leave okay sounds good (laughs) people crashing the party so but what happened was as we went down and i I switched to really being into real estate then it got to the point where now it's like what i've talked about this before but like my 10-year vision was be the number one realtor in our county and as it stands right now i think i there's a good chance I could pull that off this year, which is cool. One year ahead of schedule. Very cool. But then it's like my five-year goal is to be the largest real estate company in our area. And it's funny is how we get there, I don't know, but I, I know we're going to get there. And it's kind of one like the, the visualization of it, I can see it. But then it's what is my long-term goal for the area, which to me is to build up our area to make this place like a really vibrant, you know, to go from where we've always known Plattsburgh to really expanding plastic and blowing it up. And I think what I'm doing now at the age of like some of the doors I've opened at 29 years old are incredible, but a lot of it's just honestly mindset and just being a good person and working hard. And it's not, there's no secret to it. It's just putting your head down, doing the right thing, you know, talking to people, expanding your network, helping people out. But I've gotten into the point where that is really taken on a life of its own, where I almost find I have more of, that's more of a goal now than anything is to really bridge the real estate aspect because now i've gone from an individual agent to now i want to grow a company so i can affect the people that work with us to now how do i affect everybody in the area through that and that's not you talked about consistency and long-term goals like i'm enjoying the hell out of every single day that goal i talk about there's a metaphor i've always talked about about looking out this window because this is right here i think is the the prime real estate of our area hasn't fully been developed yet. And I literally have a bird's eye view to watch it from mm-hmm, this office, mm-hmm. which is a reason why I wanted this office. And the cool part is that vision I mean, we're 30, almost 30. I mean, that could be a 50, 60 year goal, yeah. but it gives you a lifetime to work towards exactly. it. So I'm always working. I mean, we, we were the same growing up. I mean, we always had goals. And even in high school, you were always very driven on, I mean, I can't say from like an academic standpoint, but we talk about like basketball and stuff, and not everybody's academically inclined. Yeah. And, and I honestly, I think college right now is completely has taken a shift and I'm not a huge fan of college and standard education because there's people learn different ways and um but the idea was like in stuff that you liked like ba- I take basketball the amount of jump shots me and you took that I remember and the amount of times like I just remember you like shooting baskets like because that was something you had passion for and you wanted to get better at and were you going to be LeBron James? No, but you were going to be the best version of yourself at basketball that you could same thing like I'm putting all my effort into real estate am I going to be the best r- r- real estate person ever, probably not, but I can strive for well, it, yeah, but I pro- maybe it. I could. Maybe, yeah. Same thing with like fitness for you yeah. or anything. And, and it's, not, it's not that, I'm very big on when I do stuff, I don't have to be the best person. I don't have to be the number one person on our area of real estate to say that I was, a failure and to be honest that's something I've wanted to do but to be honest the only barometer I've ever used is myself so I've always kind of get better than the year before yes and so me my biggest my biggest um, when people and I, I know it's like the biggest douchebag thing to say but I truly believe it my biggest competition is myself
1: well that every and, day and and it's, it's like a cliche as cliche can get it's like don't try to be better than anybody else just try to be better than you were yesterday yeah and it's like yeah that's the truth though like it's simple every as that. day every single day because then after five years well, all of a sudden, you have an office and you have a lake view, like and it, and it is like that. And yeah. or you have your own business, or you have all this. Yeah. And then if you're authentic with it as well, that comes across a whole other thing that you're saying, like mm-hmm. making people or meeting people. And if you're real with them, they know right away. They know if you're just selling them something. Yeah, people can smell keep, bullshit. Yeah, and, and they
0: they don't want it. So what do you think? Like going into obviously the fitness background, because I've I've one thing when I got out of college or kind of in college, I started like I got to do something. We're done sports. I mean, mm-hmm. I wasn't you know. I was decent for local high school sports, but it wasn't anything that was going to you know, be a career. So to me, I did find a love of fitness. I, I never turned it into profession, mm-hmm. but I found the benefit. I saw the community aspect. I found the people that really got into it.
1: And you did CrossFit competitively? No, no local. Like okay. local
0: competitions. But I mean, it's one where I, I tell people like, I used to play golf a lot mm-hmm. and I love golf mm-hmm. and I've gotten away and I've started to get a little farther back into it, but you know, just commitment I can't like I've had to there's certain things I've put on a pedestal yeah. over others just because of time Yep. Um, fitness is one of them which I've kicked myself every day for not going as consistently as I should I still try I'm actually coming to my biggest hiatus right now from it but it just again just things aren't stacking up mm-hmm. um, and I'll talk to you more about probably off air about some things but it's the idea that I, you're, I'm always trying to be better but there's certain things when you talk about the consistency factor of Every single day, getting better, doing the one step better thing. Where I was even a year ago, five years ago, and I talked 10 years ago, when you like asked me 10 years ago, like two, was it 2009? I mean, I look at that and it's like I almost don't have a memory of it. And I remember getting the real estate. I have like memories of like here and there, um, but it's totally different. But like now that things have kind of shifted over. And we go back to like I said, the fitness aspect. I have a very good group of friends from the CrossFit space, but it was not competitive. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I did competitions, like it'd be like you doing a. I mean, it'd be like anybody doing like a uh, doing a take golf or doing like a competition or basketball tournament yeah. or something like that. But you can some people do it competitively, some people do it for health. Yep. I, I do it for both. Now I'm more, much more the health aspect of yeah, it, yeah. just because I honestly I don't have a passion to compete in that kind of stuff. But if I put my mind to it. It's like real estate. I've been able to get really good at what I'm doing here, is because this is where I'm putting my focus. You and do it, if, yeah. yeah. If I put my focus into, you know, if I want to put my focus back into golf, I guarantee I could be really good at exactly. it. Exactly. Or or yeah. fitness. But so you've gone down the fitness path, obviously. Yeah. So what's g- give us your kind? of, I know why you got into it, but what's your favorite thing about it? What does a normal day entail for you? Um, you know, what have you put into it? Um, I know you have done some stuff on social media, um, but like, give us kind of your. You know, give us the background. Like, what, what are you doing? What's your business now that you have? And what's your kind of aspirations for the future with the
1: gym? So, when I started training, well, when I started my fitness thing, it was purely out of a aesthetic reason for myself. I wanted to look good. I did not like how I looked. I didn't like my body. so I was like, well, let's do this. And that became, like I said, a little bit of an obsession, and I got really good at that. And then I was like, well, and I was bartending, I'm in Dallas, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I don't want to be a bartender. Like, it's cool. It's a fun job, but I don't like being up late, so... All of a sudden, you can't be a bartender if you don't like staying up past 10 o'clock at night. Um, And so I went to, just randomly, I I had dated this girl in Texas who, her brother worked at a gym. And she was like, well, I can ask my brother if he can get you a job. And I was like, okay. So I went in and the manager was like, we need trainers. If you can get your cert, you can come in and start tomorrow if you want. So I went home and got my certification as fast as possible um, through National Academy of Sports Medicine. And the next day, well, not the next day, but the day after I got it, I walked in, got my job, started training, 2 years ago now I think officially. I mean I had trained people but there's a big difference between actually training people and just working people out. Like anybody can walk in and just beat the crap out of their clients. That's a really easy thing to do. I mean just do burpees for an hour and a half and mm-hmm. it'll be will work. Um so I started training started learning from people who know who have been in the industry 30, 40, 50 years. I mean I've worked with some old trainers who have just been doing it their whole lives. And for me The reason I got heavy, heavy into it is because my first client, I remember him coming in. He was maybe 40 pounds overweight. I didn't know what I was doing. But when someone's that much overweight, it's very easy to get them to lose weight. And he lost 10 pounds in the first couple of weeks just because he's moving. I mean, he could have done it himself, but I'm the trainer. And he was happy. And so in turn, him being that happy made me ecstatic. And right then, it's like that was the second I was hooked into what I was doing. And now I'm going to school at UNT for kinesiology. So I'm learning all these biomechanics and exercise physiology and nutrition classes and all these different things. And so as I'm learning, I'm getting to learn these things and then step right onto the floor and train people and apply these things. And all of a sudden school, which you're right, I I hated high school with a passion. I hated just sitting there listening, reading. It's like, dude, this is not what I want to do. And you're right. The college to me right now is, it's in a weird place because people pay a lot of money to go to school and then a lot of times you just sit on either online classes or you're teaching yourself and it's mm-hmm. like I'm paying $13,000 for this semester and I'm teaching myself like it's kind of a sham mm-hmm. and then you pay another couple hundred dollars for books but finally I was here and I'm learning from I mean you have good professors and you have bad professors and I'm learning from professors but then I get to go right onto the floor and teach people and apply what I'm learning everything started to click and then I mean really click and I and I found out that this is what I'm good at I'm really good at it Um, and so the biggest thing for me the reason I do it is the clients. I have almost all my clients i think I have one who i've one who've had less than 9 months everybody else is 16 months 17 months long term clients and if i wasn't leaving they would be my clients for the foreseeable future i mean we're talking 5 10 15 years and it's good because i've had clients for a short amounts of time and it doesn't work out cuz i'm not a short time trainer and, and and like i said you can have those boot camps where you can go get beat up and lose your weight and i don't i don't i don't like that i try to educate everybody I want everybody to fall in love with fitness and learn that you don't have to do this every day. Like, I eat healthy 70% of the time. I work out four or five days a week. Like, you can always step it up. You can go seven days a week. You can eat 100% clean. Like, that's all cool and dandy, but you don't have to do that. And I want to, and my goal long, long term is to tell and teach as many people as I possibly can that fitness is just a lifestyle. And it's a very easy lifestyle to do it once you learn the tools to do it. It's very hard in the beginning. And it is. And that's why your trainers are here. Because the easiest part is going to the gym and working out the food, then knowing how to eat. And it's funny because I'm hanging out with Arian and Bridget yesterday. And I was like, I just thought healthy food was like common sense. And they're like, no, dude, like we don't know what to eat. And I'm just like, well, if it's green, you should eat it. Like it's pretty simple. But it blows my mind how uneducated everybody is. And no fault of their own. I mean, Mm -hmm. it just is what it is. But that's why I do it. I want to educate as many people as possible.
0: Yeah, I I mean the food perspective, the same thing. I mean, we I, I've, I did, well, I've been doing CrossFit since 2011 or 12. Um, the biggest thing with, with that is always, you know, it's food and food is, you, you can go work out one hour a day. Well, 23 hours of the day, you're either sleeping or having to maintain mm-hmm. a, a food. And there's a difference between like, I, I was the same thing. I remember back in 2000, I think Ten, nine, nine. It two thousand nine when I started. Like, okay, I got to do something. I'm out of sports. I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. like summer soccer's like eight weeks long kind of deal. So I was the guy that got the P90X because I was like, I don't know. I don't I've never. No, I mean, think, think, well, <laughs> think about Jay Z. Yep. We never had a weight room. I never. mean, we had a weight room. It was never. smaller. It was about the size of this room, and there was like a treadmill in it. Yeah. So we we did the fitness course. Like, I didn't know anything about pull ups. Like, I I mean, it, it's one of those things. Like, you you don't realize it because you're playing sports, and yeah. no kid really wants to do it at a young age. And then I got to the point where okay, well, how do I look like that guy? And how do I perform like that guy? And how do I, and you're like, okay, you gotta move. And then they're like, well, you gotta eat well. I'm like, okay, well, how do I eat well? And, and I know it sounds, again, we, we, but, but back when, I'm sure when you started too, I was like, well, let's research this. And yeah. I read books and books. I had actually a very big uh, passion for fitness and nutrition. I actually thought about doing something similar to that when I was in college, because I kind of had a, I was kind of drawn to it a little bit but I don't think I was drawn enough that I wanted to make it a career, yes. but I did it more for, Hey, I want to better myself and have the knowledge of it. it's kind of like anything else. You, yeah, you yeah, kind yeah. of have a hobby you want to learn about. And I, the, I really still remember the P90 X booklet. And since, since this time I actually gave it away to somebody, but I looked at the booklet and it was telling you how to eat. And I was blown away by how much protein they wanted you to eat versus how many carbs <laughs> you wanted to eat. And at the time I was like, it wasn't like I ate bad, but like back in high school, like for me, breakfast is like a bowl of plain Cheerios, like plain Cheerios, mm-hmm. not like I wasn't going to have all the sugar yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. plain Cheerios and a banana, like with a glass, with like milk. And I was like, oh, that's a g- like a good breakfast. I yep. got fruit and I got a bowl of cereal. That's good food. Well, come to find out, I'm I'm chugging down 125 grams of carbs before I even walk <laughs> through the door at school at seven in the morning. No wonder I was falling asleep at 10 a.m. That's
1: that spike, that insulin spike. But, but you don't, nope. yeah,
0: but you don't know about it. So then it's like, okay, well, for breakfast, they want me to have three eggs and then they want me to have you know fruit and then they want me to have like spinach in my eggs then i'm like i've never really made eggs for breakfast i've always had a bowl of cereal like Mm -hmm. that's weird and it's like well you need to have a chunk of meat and i'm like well i'll have a sandwich or why can't i have just like a pizza like maybe not pizza but you know what i mean like it's all these things that i didn't know the balance of how you're supposed to eat and there's obviously like i mean there's keto there's all these (laughs) different things I've always been very big on you need proteins, fats, and carbs, yep. organize, make sure you're eating the correct percentage of each. And I was big on tracking, you know, and portion control and yep. things like that and making sure your balance of macronutrients was correct. And it is funny though, because like back then I was so taken away on like like protein. Wait, you can only have like that much fat and you can only have this much protein and wait, they're only allowing you to have like a half a cup of rice or, or a cup of rice whatever. And you're like, what? Well, this doesn't make sense. And then when you start eating, and now I'm to the point where it's like a no-brainer, yeah. even though I'm not, my thing, my biggest thing now is just taking the time to prep meals and do stuff, and I just for me is a time factor, but I still eat good. Well, you're
1: conscientious about what you're putting yeah, in your body. I mean, yeah. I,
0: I can eyeball a lot of yeah. things, and I know not to get the fried food over the, you know, I'll yep. get a grilled chicken with salad or rice or vegetables when I go out to eat. But um, so for you, okay, so you got the food industry, you get into the, the helping people part of it. So... And this kind of ties into a lot of things, but you talked about it before, like the hands-on aspect of going into the gym. I'm very big on this when it comes to people, I mean, getting in our industry, but I tell kids all the time, like, should I go to grad school? I'm graduating, should I go to grad school? I'm like, why are you going to grad school? Well, to get my MBA. I'm like, you're no offense, but you're basically delaying going to work. That's all you're doing. You're just, because school's a safety net for you. You know how to go to school. Mm -hmm. If you need the MBA to get the job that you want, that's one thing. 90, I say 90%. Most people don't go for what they go to school for. And a lot of people like you don't need a degree to me. I, I'm hoping in the future, there's just, people are going to bypass college and just go into specialty courses. I mean, I, I never went to school for marketing. I would say I'd have a master's degree in marketing right now. I put my marketing skills up against anybody.
1: Well, you do everything, everything. But, but yeah. it's, but it's because
0: I've learned it. And I've you've learned, learned it. Yes.
1: But it's self-taught through trial and error. Basically it was like, 100%. Oh, this works. That doesn't work. All right. We're not going to do that again. every day, yeah. every yep. day. And,
0: Even to the point where, I mean, you see boxes and stuff around, but like, I just got a really nice camera set up and I'm learning how to use that. And now it's like, well, how do I edit video on this new app or not app, but like program and it's, it's it's learning. It's, it's, it's putting, it's putting yourself in position to actually try stuff versus, well, I don't know how to do this. Well, have you, how long have you tried it? Like an hour. Yeah. It's like fitness. How come I don't have abs? Well, how long have you been working out? (laughs) Two weeks.
1: Okay, let's, let's. And that's the biggest thing right now. I'm doing. I'm just starting to get into photography because I want to learn how to do vlogs and photography on this trip. Oh, we can talk. And, we can go down that if you want. Well, and and I have no idea. And so it's. And five years ago, i would have been looking at it like, this is ridiculous. This is too hard. I'm not gonna do it. But now I'm like, I don't know how to do it. Cool. Like this is. I'm cause now, and YouTube. And that's it. And and I think back to me when I started in the gym. I was like, I don't know how to do this. And I was like, well, then I took my time. I learned and I learned and I learned. And now seven years later, I know a whole lot about fitness. And I'm like. I don't know anything about photography right now, but in five years, if I just keep doing this just a little bit every day, it doesn't need to be much, 40 minutes here, 40 minutes there, yeah. you read up on it. Yep. You're going to know a bunch in a few years. And, and so, and again, it comes, all comes back to just being consistent with it. So, um,
0: so what do you, have you done anything on photography? Because the reason I asked you is because I actually went on your Instagram and yeah. I was like, you probably saw me today. I think I yep, followed yep, you on my yep. business account. I had you on my personal yeah. one, but I was like, <laughs> I, I didn't want to switch my account. So I just followed it. So, but you had something with uh, Lightroom and yes. you were editing. Last week, I was with a girl that does uh, vlogging for another agent I know downstate, and I was picking her brain, mm-hmm. and of course, talked to her, and I yeah, came in yesterday, and I got a wide angle, like a super nice wide angle yep. lens. And of course, I'm nerding out on it, And but it, to me, she's showing me how to do it. I'm like, okay, makes sense, I'm buying it. Literally, yes. I bought it on my phone before the conversation was up. But it, it, like, I was looking at Lightroom, she goes, I edit my photos on Lightroom. Now, obviously, I take photos of houses and stuff, and yep. I don't know what Lightroom is. I will most likely get Lightroom, and <laughs> I will play around with it. Yeah. And, and try it yeah. and for me it's not it's not anything more than it's just that's cool I don't know how to do it I'm gonna learn how to do it it's like editing on Premiere Pro yeah. like that's a that's a heavy-duty you know and like my I, I got I just got a, literally a new MacBook like three days ago and I've had one for like seven years well like the first time learning it was hard now it's no brainer yeah. like I just bought a new but camera I don't know how to put the fla- I didn't know how to put the flash up the other day I was taking same, photos same. and I was like yeah. I'm like Jordan can you, like at Google right now we're at a client's house <laughs> I was trying to take photos we were in the backyard I go can you just Google how to get this is the camera, Google how to turn the flash on.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I but that's like my level of photog- I know a little bit about photography, but like I'm I kinda joke, but like that's how dummy down I am on a lot of stuff. And now I have I have gimbals and I have, you know, wireless microphones, and I have shotgun mics, and I have all these things, but it's just teaching. And yeah. and but like for you for ph- photography, like how are you in like where did you find an interest to you have have you been taking photos? Have you been doing stuff?
1: I've been taking a lot of photos and I my, when I first moved to Texas, my neighbor he was a photographer, and he still does it. Um, he has wedding photos, he does na- nature photo. He does he makes a living just taking pictures. Um, and so I, I was like, I've always been kind of interested, and I've always kind of liked the whole video thing, but I never was like ah, I could do that. I was like, eh, it is what it is. I like I used to watch watch a lot of fitness YouTubers and all mm-hmm. those people. Like, That's really cool. Like, but I was never into it. And then this trip came up, and I was like, well, shoot, I need to start practicing. Yeah. So you should, you, yes, hundred yes. percent, you need to. And So. And I was like, well, and I thought about how I started to learn about fitness. I just went online and started reading everything I could. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go on YouTube and just watch every single video that I can, that my time allows for. And then I'm just going to go outside and do it and just start taking pictures of stuff mm-hmm. and asking people, hey, what do you like about this one? Or, hey, what don't you like about this one? Or what looks good in this picture? Or what doesn't look good in this picture? And I send a lot of my pictures to my friend now down in Dallas. And he's like, okay, well, this is what you need to do. Okay, this is what you need to do. Back off on the hue or make this sharper or take the power lines out of the picture. and like. Power lines. I never even thought to take power lines out of the picture, but like, like Photoshop them out, take them out that way, or just make sure there's no or mo- no yeah. power lines in yep. your photo. Yep. That never even occurred to me. I was like, okay, well, but he's right, and it makes a big difference on your photos. You train your eye. Yes, one hundred percent. And and it's just, th- and I still don't know anything about it. I mean, I've been doing it for a month now, and I have crudely put together two videos, one from San Diego, and then another one from Zion, which I took last year with a bunch of people. Uh, by the way, if you've never been out to Utah or Zion. It's on my bucket. Ooh. I really want to go. It's amazing. But yeah, yeah, I really like um, to go. And so I just started throwing stuff together. I was like, oh, this is cool. And that's cool. And and I'm not in a rush to get really good at it because I know I'm not going to be really good at it in a very long, short time. It's going to take a very long time to get good at something.
0: Have Have you... Um, the reason I ask on this one, do you know who Casey Neistat is? Yes. I mean, he's incredible. Yeah. And I, I actually watch a lot of his videos from... I always find it, it... It's cool because I do it from obviously an entertainment perspective, but... I've picked up a lot on watching them. And when you really watch the tactical stuff that he does, yes. and then you, and, and the, again, the problem is time-wise for me, I would love to make videos and I've done some vlogs and I've actually yep. only done one vlog that I've actually filmed myself and it was in the office. So it was pretty easy, but then it's learning how to cut it up. I actually did two. I lied. I did the last one we did with the golf tournament. And a lot of it is learning techniques and trying to figure stuff out and learning angles and learning. Um, and the funny thing is when he does a lot of his vlogs, um, and if anybody hasn't checked this guy out, his name's Casey Neistat. N e i s t a um, t. He always wears sunglasses, kind of a goofy guy, and skateboards all around. But he's—he's he's his videos. There's there's obviously an entertainment value to it, but there's a story to everything. Every time. there's a theme to everything, um, and it could be something funny. But then you talk about as simple as B-roll, as simple as um, time lapse, as simple as getting certain angles, as simple as just like picking up the camera and doing these like little technical things that you don't think of and all of a sudden you're like that's a really technical move even though it's such a def- like we take it for granted it's a cool movie cool yeah. little short video but i mean for you going on a trip like that i mean it's twofold one it's going to be fun as hell to do one but two think about if you do that for a year the the whatever happens you look back at on it 10 20 30 years you have kids you have family whatever yes. you can look back and say holy crap like yeah. cuz you're going to see amazing places like things that most people will not you, I will not go to 99% of the stuff that you're going to see like in my life. I could try, but you yeah. know, you're going to go down especially if you're living with a local community yep. and you're going to go to the local cafe, you're going to go down the dirt path that leads down Bingo. to the cool water yes. spot. Like all the stuff that, yeah, you can go to Paris and you can see the Eiffel tower, but you might as well go out 10 miles down the road and go see the vineyard that you got the local guy stomping grapes and, and doing all these things. And that's it. But turn that into a video would be incredible. And I think for you, because you have time, I mean, me jealously because I'd love to see them. But I think if you can find a way that, hey, I'm going to get all learn all the cameras, learn what I need, mm-hmm. learn how to get all the extra batteries, learn how to get all the ex- external chargers. Well, that's
1: another thing I didn't even think about all this it, memory stuff that I, the storage. I was like, oh, oh yeah, dude, yeah, I got to remember that stuff. I'm telling <laughs> like, you, like, right now, I'll show
0: you. I mean, you need to get external hard drives. Yeah. Like, I have one terabyte hard drives. Yep. Like, I would get a couple, two terabytes just to have last yep. thing you want to do is be stuck. And all of a sudden, you, you know, external chargers that are charging. I mean, it's like, you may not adapters, not mm-hmm. every country has the same adapters. And you kind of look at all this stuff. And it's, um, how do I edit on all these things and you know, get a camera, I can show you a couple of things I have, but it's like, you really just need a couple of standalone things. And honestly, probably 10 to 20 batteries, I don't mean, 20, but like, you probably need, yes. you know, 10 batteries that you can just charge, 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 and yep. have them ready to go. And then all of a sudden, it's like, great, I'm gonna need these batteries for the next Four days because I maybe not be a place with power
1: and that's another thing. Yeah, exactly I mean somewhere in the like, middle of Indonesia where I am in a hut somewhere like, yeah. yeah, and,
0: and but it, I think it's gonna be incredible if you can just get up I mean, it's gonna be an investment, but hey drop $2,000 exactly. get it because I think the memories you're gonna make yeah. and honestly like Everything else I do um, a lot of it is just putting the story down and getting people to understand who you are Hey, I'm Jonah. I'm going on a trip. I'm gonna take you guys on a trip um I'm going to be gone 365 days, but maybe out of 365 days, you make a hundred vlogs out of yep. it.
1: Yep, And and the goal is to be consistent at one a week. And that's going to be it. I just want to And then I'll have other videos, but the actual, like the story of the travel will be every Sunday night. It'll be uploaded. People can watch it. I want to do other things. I have a real, I want to, um, my goal is to sit down as many people that are locals in each country and ask them, what do you think about America? Like, because I think as Americans, myself included, we're very, very sheltered mm-hmm. from the rest of the world, which is a good thing because we live in a very comfortable country, but is also a bad thing is we have no idea. Well, about. we're
0: also in a position too, financially, we've never yes. been, I mean, we've both come from, I'd say, middle-class families and we're in a position where I've never, luckily, never had to worry about having food or shelter or yeah. things like that. I mean, obviously now we're, we're adults and so we work for it, but we've been given a lot of opportunities that... I mean, I, I can't even imagine people in other countries. You're going to see people, you're like, holy crap, yeah. Like this is a third world countries. Like, how do they live? They're yeah. excited just to have running water. Just to have running water. Yeah, me, I mean, I'm like, do you want a cup of water so you can drink water for this podcast? And literally, <laughs> they're sitting there just hiking to go get water. Literally,
1: yeah, carrying it on their head a mile down the road just mm-hmm. so they can drink a little bit. And, and that kind of stuff, I mean, I've always been really interested in other cultures. Um, I haven't experienced very many. I've been to a couple places here and there. And then traveling around the United States. And even the United States has so many different cultures within one country because i mean granted we are one country the south is different than the northeast the northeast oh. is different than the, the west like mm-hmm. we are all very different and then i talk to them i meet these people and it's like and everybody will tell you a story if you just ask them like everybody love to talk about themselves and then you just got to sit there and listen and take notes and I'm, I'm, you should get a podcast
0: I'm, I'm not like the reason i say this I'm, I'm telling you right now this this is what you need to do take away all this funky equipment mm-hmm. You buy this right here. It's already got a mic here. You got a thing. I could put this right on the table and talk. Yeah. And the, obviously, get it's batteries, but you have it. You can charge this up. Mm-hmm. Put this. This goes down. It goes into an iPhone battery. Run an extension cord. Get a long extension cord to carry with you to plug in if mm-hmm. you have to. It, that'd be incredible. And it could just be you sitting down with somebody at a cafe. And that's could be you at. Could be you at a local pub. Could be you anywhere. Yep. You know. Put it down, have a conversation, whether it be 20 minutes, hour, three hours. You just sit down, you have a conversation. I think for you, both of those would be incredible.
1: And and the biggest thing about talking to the locals is that back to the whole uh, be careful thing that everybody tells me. And again, I know it comes from a good spot in their heart that they don't want me getting hurt and getting into trouble. But I don't think we're as different as we think from other people in the rest of the world. And And I want to spread that to Whoever will listen to me, if it's one person, cool. If it's a thousand people, even better. But I wanted them to understand that people in Bolivia are the, like, if you ask them the top three things they care about, my family, my health, and then long-term, everyone in my family. Of safety yeah, and health. Yeah. That's it. And, and for some reason, I mean, and I'm, I'm guilty of it too, that we're all very, very, we think about ourselves. We don't think anybody else is like us. It's mm-hmm. very individualistic. And, yeah. and that's not how it is. I mean, you hear about all the bad things. That's what sells. That's what the news likes to sell. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they would just tell you every day, like, "Oh, person had a birthday." Oh, it's like, okay, I'm not gonna watch the news. Like, it's all just good news. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to hear that crap. It's like the gossipy stuff. Yeah. yeah, and that's what and that's what clickbait, clickbait, clickbait. Look at us. Look at this. And that's what sells on the news. And I get it, but I don't think that's correct. I don't think that's really what's going on in the world.
0: So. I'd say I say 99 of the people in the world are good. Yeah. I mean, it, and what you're gonna find too is. The people like that, the, the, I mean, the places you got to worry about, I th- I think, now, granted, yes, third world countries, I'm sure there's certain areas you don't want to go to, exactly. but most of the thieves and all that stuff is where all the tourists go. Yep. Like, if you're in the back country with, you're in a local town, I mean, we grew up in Chase Z. There's a million Chase Z's around the world, and they're all going in, the people, hey, how are you doing? Yep. Like, and, and people as will say that. And it's, uh, I, I think it's incredible, but I think for you, vlogging is number one, what I would do yes. because visually you want that. Yes it's very tough to replicate the views that you're going to see through a, yeah. through this kind of uh, medium. But the idea that if you can just buy something like this, and again, I can hook you up with Please, all the stuff yes. you need. You put this down. It has batteries. You can hook this up. You put it down. It has an uh, end piece that you put on. You don't need all the fancy mics, headphones, yeah, yeah, things yeah. like that. You put it down, push play, and listen. And I, I think that you could, it goes on an SD card, pop it in, Cool. upload it. And Good. like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll guide you anything. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But I just think for you, it, it's... You're going for a year, but turn that into a fun project and a travel vlog. I mean, you could do so much.
1: So Well, and the the plan is a year. And in reality, I'm keeping it open-ended. I mean, yeah. if it goes well and and I actually do start something that is financially stable, mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, I have some residual income that I'll be able to work off at least for a year. Um, I might never come back. And I mean that as in I'll come back, obviously, see parents, see friends, and everything like that. I'm very open to just kind of just hanging out really and figuring out all I can because mm-hmm. I don't like I love the fitness thing um but I'm not set on it yet mm-hmm. and I and I'm turning 30 which is a little older uh, it's older than I, I'd like to say that I am but I don't feel like I thought I was going to at 30 I'm the same like and I, I feel like I'm 20 <laughs> same uh, yeah. like I'm making better decisions obviously but mentally, physically, I think I'm in the best shape of my life, first of all, mm-hmm, physically. Yeah. And mentally, I know I'm in the best shape of my life. Um, mm-hmm. And like you said, I'm really looking forward to being 30 and 31. And 30 I
0: can't wait. The trajectory
1: yeah. that I'm on, it went down for a little bit, but now it's just, it's going up, 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 up. Yeah, yeah. you recalibrated. I mean, yeah. You're,
0: yeah. I, I I, think for you, like, everything you're saying I think is cool. And like you said, you're not held down. There's nothing to stay here for. I mean, yes, you're always going to have family. But family moves, you can always visit. It's a yeah. plane ticket. You know, yeah. you can fly. I mean, it's... I think what you're doing is incre- like I think it's incredible. Um, you know, there's obviously envied in the sense that I would love to do portions of that, but again, I'm at a different stage in my yeah. life that I've I've chose to settle down, and have a family, yeah. and but the idea of like we're doing all the stuff a different way. Like I I can't wait because like I said, you're putting out vlogs. Like I'll watch them because mm-hmm. to me, I just think that stuff it, it's fun to watch. I watch. I very rarely watch TV. I very rarely, like I love sports. I'll be honest, I don't watch a lot of sports anymore just because of time. Yeah. And I find more enjoyment, actually I do watch a lot of vlogs. I watch a lot of things because I, one is the technical aspect, but I'm very big on mentorship. I will watch guys that do what I wanna do Bingo. and I just watch to see what they're doing. Yep. You with The Fitness Space, Casey, cause he vlogs, I watch other guys that do real estate and I just watch them cause like, what are they doing? Okay, and and I'm, I'm very confident in my, what I do day to day. I understand the real estate industry extremely well, but I don't know everything and I can always get better. And
1: and that's the attitude you like that. I said, every yeah. day I can polish yes. the, I can polish a little bit better. And, and and you can know a whole lot, but there's always going to be someone that knows something different and and you're going to you could teach them something, they could teach you something. It's very it's ebb and flow that it's just you can't know everything. And the second you can put yourself take a step back and put the ego in check and be like I just want to learn and I just want to keep learning. This is a continuous process the rest of our lives
0: lifetime you gonna be learning for your entire life about and anything and everything i think when i'm 60 70 80 years old i'm still gonna be like how can i get better and will i get better physically no but i'll get better physically relative to what i am or yes. try to maintain yes. there because certain things that will slowly slip but just because of age but at the end of the day it doesn't mean i can't learn more doesn't yeah. mean i can't do more doesn't mean i can't affect more people and, and i think as, as long as i i'm i know we're the same in this as long as i'm working towards a goal that i have a passion for. I'm gonna be like jacked up every morning to wake every up. Every day. And I that's and that's one of my things is like I really gotta step back at times and just say like how like lucky I am to find not even just like say a career, but like every day that I wake up with a positive mindset that I'm like, I'm pumped for today. Like you, I can't wait to run off the door door and,
1: and go do whatever. And do something that you enjoy doing. And I mean it's a life that you had to create yourself and I'm guessing it wasn't always easy to do that. No, you work towards it. And that's what it is. And and I have clients and I and I think and I can think of the couple of particular clients who I know they don't like going to work and i can see them coming in every day and they're just like they're dragging ass and i'm just like you need to figure out what you like to do and they're young they're young kids like i think they're both 23. yeah like i was like go mess up a lot and they're both scared Uh they don't want to mess up and i remember being 23 and being like it has to be perfect has to and i was so worried about what i I was doing do you find do you find that you try to be
0: somebody that you wish you knew when you were at that age
1: always love it love it man and 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 I, it, it's so funny because they asked me for advice. And I'm like, and I think to myself, I'm not supposed to give you, I'm 29 years old. And like, I was a really big fuck up for a long time. Yeah. And they're like, but they don't see that. They don't see me five years ago. Yeah. They, they know the me now. And I had to remind myself, oh yeah. And, and then I'm like, okay, so now I have a responsibility to tell them not what they should do, but just kind of give them a little directional push. Like, hey man, you're going to die. And like, and it's a very real thing. And, I, and for some reason, again, myself included, it didn't click in my brain really until kind of recently. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, man, like, I need to start doing things. I need to start moving. I need to start doing exactly what I want because at some point, I'm not going to be able to do what I want to yeah. do. And, and that's what I tell these kids. I'm like, dude, just take the chances. You're not going to do everything perfect. Like, it's okay. Like, screw up. And screw up until you get it right. And then you're going to get it right, and you'll be okay. Yeah, I, I, I said uh, kind of the same thing. I've
0: had some younger people that work here, and I've had some interns. And mm-hmm. I've, I've, I try to not... I don't tell them to do anything. I said, you guys can do whatever you want. I said, number one, I said, make sure that you're always working towards something that makes you happy and you have a passion for. I said, because you, what you don't want to do is go to work and hate it. And But I also followed up with, don't expect that at age 21, 22, 23. Because the thing is, it's like, I'm 29. I wouldn't say I was in a position that I am now until probably 27, 28. That I really, and I'd say even closer to 28, where I was like, I, I really see in every day, every month, every, like over the last year... I've gotten more and more and more more confident, but I always tell people, like, I've been doing real estate for nine years now, which in the, in the real estate industry, I'm, I'm like a dinosaur, to be honest. I mean, I know I'm young, but a lot of people get in and out within two years. Really? I see. I didn't know that. The the lifespan of a realtor is not that long. We look at some, there's some that have been around for 15, 20, 30 years, but but look at how many have been in for 30 years that have been, or even 15 or 20 or 30 years that have been like top of the game. There's not many. Okay. There's people that have been in for 15 years. They've had a license and sold a couple of deals here and there. But to really get to that upper echelon and maintain that for mm-hmm. years, very small. So There's not
1: a direct correlation between length of time doing something in, in process no, and being good at it. And not, well, I mean, I look
0: at it. I've been doing it nine years, yeah. and, and I don't want to— talk down on people, but there's people that have been in it for 20 years that haven't done it as much as I've done. Yeah. And, but it's the idea that I've worked very hard to get to this where year one, year two, year three, like I didn't know if I really liked it. Mm. I wasn't, I wasn't doing a lot of business part of it. I didn't have the mindset and I didn't understand the tactical parts of what to do. But it, again, it, at 19, 20, 21, I'm like, you guys have to go do all the shitty things I was doing at 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25 to get to 29. Yes. And, and the other thing is you have to do it you talked about before the consistency factor I don't just show up like when I want to show up like there's a reason why I get up at five in the morning there's a reason why yeah. I work 14 hours a day yes I go home and I see the you know I see my family and stuff like that but when the kids go to bed at nine like by nine o'clock I'm working till 11 Back and to it, work yeah. but it's not like I'm gonna go sit and watch Netflix for two hours like I'm literally on my computer researching stuff doing stuff trying to get better at what yeah. I want to get better at and I use that I mean, I, I, people will laugh. But it's like Sunday mornings. I like getting up Sunday mornings at 5 a.m. I'm to the office here at 6 a.m. and I work till 10 o'clock. I get home. my my kid My kid like sleeps in like crazy. I'll literally get home at 10 and like get him out of bed at 10:30. And my you know my wife's at home and my my daughter she's she's an infant, so she's up, eats, go back to sleep. Yeah, yeah. But I can come in here for four hours, do a bunch of stuff. Nobody's bothering me. Nobody's up. You know, on a Sunday morning. I'm getting all my work done. Then I go home and I spend the rest of the day with the family. But it, you have to have a passion to get up and do that kind of stuff. Instead, I could easily lay in bed, and I could. I do complain that I, you know, I don't sleep a lot, and I, get, I don't really complain. But there's times where I'm just like, man, I really need to yes. s- sleep in a little bit tonight. Yeah. But I just try to maximize as much hours in the day as I can to productivity because I love it. It's not could I? Yeah, could I just relax and lay on the couch all day? I could. I don't find enjoyment in that. No, and my mind has to. There's times I want my mind to shut down in the sense of I don't want to be thinking about too much stuff, but I use a perfect example. I put that that shelfing unit up the other day and that was such a like mindless, easy project. I put up uh, put some music on, you know, just measuring, just drilling some stuff, just kind of putting stuff together, assembling like that was such a calming three hours of my day, but my mind was still
1: working. Busy. Your mind is still doing something. Mm-hmm. And to to piggyback off your point of people only see the end result. Like now Mm -hmm. people see you doing the podcast. They see you doing it. He's really successful. It's like, yeah, he is. But for a very long time, you were not, I'm going to guess. And, Mm -hmm. and I tell people all the time when I used to work at 24, when I first started training people, I would tell my manager, I was like, I'll train for free. Like, just give me people to train because I know in the long run, I like what I do. I come across as authentic. I'm going to get better at it. And then people will pay me. And I that's what I tell all these young kids. I was like, get something so good that people will pay you for it. Mm because it doesn't matter what it is if you're the best at it they're going to pay you to do it and it's just that simple you build the demand on it yes. And
0: what's funny is I real estate's one thing um, but I'll, I'll be honest the amount of people that have reached out to me about things that are marketing related that are branding related that are just honestly business related um, and the thing like I, I got to kind of always take a step back and really just kind of I call it looking in the rearview mirror. I do have to stop at times, look back and appreciate, okay, like almost pat yourself on the back a little bit and say like, hey, you've done awesome this past year. My Obviously my mindset is just get better, get better, yeah. grow, grow, grow. But I, I do have to take times back and reflect and say, hey, you have, you know, really like appreciate what you've accomplished. And I always look at, there's stuff that I should not be able to do and I should not be in the conversation or at the table at things at 29. But I've gotten there. And again, this is probably just my own, my own mindset is that I just don't think I'm that old. You know, I'm 29. Yeah, or like yeah, to yeah. me, I just, I still feel like I'm a kid, you know, but what's the idea? Like how, how do we, I but I then I look at it and even though I kind of have to like pinch myself at times and say, how am I in the conversation with this person or this person or sitting at the table here at my age? But then I look back and I said, I've worked my ass off to get here. And then the other thing too is I have a hundred percent confidence in myself. And I put a po- uh, post out the other day I said, if you have a goal, I said, you have to be confident. You have to believe in yourself. And I said, you always have to bet on yourself. Always. And I said, very rarely, and I, and I mean this, I was always the kid, and I guarantee you were the kid too. If they're like, hey, hit a jump shot to do this or that, do you want to take the shot or pass off the pass? Yeah, I'm taking the jump shot. I'm shooting every time. I'm shooting yeah. it because yeah. I, I don't want to con- someone else to control my outcome. Yep. And back and what's funny is like doing that, that was a subconscious thing I've always done in my life, and I never thought about it. And now that I can look back at it, I'm like, oh. Yep. That was ingrained in me to want to take the shot, to want to... Now, was I always given the opportunity to do that? Like I'm saying like in a Sorry, sport analogy. That might have been my bad too. Yeah, like, well, like, a, well, like a sport <laughs> analogy. A sport analogy would be like, are you going like, to be the best player to take the shot? Yep. But if it's, a, if it's a one chance thing, like do you want do you want to make the decision? Do you want it? Like I want it to ride on my decision. Like I want to control the outcome, which is part of the reason why I want to be my own boss. Like, Bingo. Yeah. And Bingo, for you, man. 100%. Like I... I always look at it and I'm super laid back in the sense I don't want to force, um, you know, and, and, we have some people here that work here, like, you know, that are salaried or in, mm-hmm. and, and you know, yeah, they have a schedule that to, to abide to, but I'm, I'm fairly open. I'm like, get your work done. Get I don't your work care done. if you have to go run an errand. I don't care. Just get your work done. Yep. I'm good. But for me, it's like, I don't want to ask somebody if I can take a day off to go hang out, especially when my kids get older to go on a school trip or for you, it's like, Hey, I want to go travel see ya like I'm gonna make that decision I don't wanna have to have because do I have sick days saved up and I I just like the aspect that I have full control of my life and you had mentioned before about the person complaining about their job and stuff I I get it And, and not everybody you can't just jump ship you have financial obligations yes but you also have a lot of time in your day that's wasted on dumb shit that you can sit there and you can focus on how do I get from point A to point B I want my life to look like that here's the stepping stones to get like that how am I gonna make it happen you might have to punt out, punt off going out at night. You might have to punt off the, like me, I love golf. I, I have to punt off yeah. golfing all the time or I have to punt off, you know, whatever. I mean, name yeah, it, yeah, name yeah. it. But you have to make the time to make what you, and like for you, that's what you
1: said. You got rid of the things in your life that weren't leading you on the path you wanted to go down. And then you have, well, the same people who are complaining about their job that want more free time, they turn around and don't do what they just need to do. And then they come back around and they start complaining. And it's like, well, man, you can't. You can't play both sides of the fence. Like you either have to be in and be all in, mm-hmm. or don't complain, because it's just that's how it is. Like if you want the life that you want, eventually you're gonna have to go in all in for a very long time.
0: Yeah, and well, I mean, I look at that too. Like I've, I got a vision for my life that I would like to have, and is it yeah. fully set in stone? No, it's not. It's not. I I always say it's it's vivid, but it's not. I don't know all the exact details, but I'll tell you, I have a idea roughly. Sorry, folks. I'm fixing my. I'm fixing my <laughs> mic just because I, I. always get neurotic and fidgety. Um, so but there's a there's an I. You know I have roughly an idea where I want to go, but like you said, ten years ago was way different. My life now is way different than I ever expected at twenty. My life at forty will be way different than when I turn thirty. And it's not. And I pray to God that it's better. But I kind of know in my head it will be because I just that's my mindset. But it's the idea of I don't know what the situation. Something will throw at me at age. 34 yes and i have to adapt to that Yes, and maybe it's good maybe it's bad but i have to adapt to that and try to always look my thing is you in a life you want to hit a straight path you're never going to do it but what you're going to do is like it's like almost like pong you're a ball that's trying to go like this and you're just going to get slapped back and forth yep. you're going to find your way yep. but you're going to go off path but it's that's part of the beauty of life that's, and that's the best part about it, it i mean it, well and i always look i've had this like mindset now going in like I'm so pumped when people say like getting old. The only thing that I think I would miss about getting old, the only reason I wouldn't want to get old is like now is like the old dad moment, like nostalgic of like my kids like a kid. <laughs> but like me personally, like, I don't really care if I'm 30, if I'm 40, if I'm 50. Like I'm lo- so looking forward to just future. And, and I I love the I love the present, don't get me wrong. Like I and I love the past, but I'm so excited for what I'm doing now because I can't wait to see the end results. Well, you what get I'm to doing. create. Yeah, this. and and it's part of it, the journey. It's yes. like
1: let's uh, and if you can't appreciate what you're doing in the second that you're doing it in, like, you're never going to appreciate the rest of it because, man, like, you're always going to want more. You're always going to want more. You're always going to want more. It's like, man, relax, take time, enjoy what you're doing. Make sure you're building towards the future, but make sure that you are really in the present to know that you are loving this part and that you're enjoying it. You're becoming a better person over a day, over a day, every day.
0: Well, I, th- I think also, too, when you have goals, like, my. When I say like my long-term goal, my long-term goal doesn't really have a defining moment or not or number cuz you know if you say like hey like my thing like I wanted to be the number 1 agent by X. Like that was a goal I made at 20. Yeah. And to be honest, I'll hit that. And yep. and it's but the funny thing about that is I don't even look at that as um it's, it's it's a number goal but it's not like my long-term goal was to be that i'd be done by 30 yeah. and i look at that i'm like okay now what's my next thing yeah. so that's why my my long longest term goal obviously is to get better every day and you can never there's never an end cap to that every day i get to live i'm getting I'm, my, that's my goal but then it's also how do i improve this area as best i can which is the only way that i'm going to be able to leave any type of legacy forward because i always look at I can affect myself. I can be the smartest, wisest person. I'm gonna die someday, like everybody else. Mm-hmm. But how can I leave a mark on this area for the better? And I just kind of look at it like I have fun doing it. So why don't I just do better, 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 and then help a person out, help a community out, help a entire area? But who knows? I mean, maybe bigger. You know, bigger. Which, always yeah, bigger. Yeah, you always think. You always think bigger. Like for you. You're going in that mindset where, like, you originally had to find a better you, yeah. and now it's like, okay, how I found a better Jonah. I'm better, Jonah in 2019 than I was in 2009. How am I going to be better in 2029? 20, uh, but then also, how many people can I affect by okay. that time? And I think that's what you're
1: doing with the the fitness. And thing. that's been my slogan in a long time: is that changing the world through fitness, one person at a time. And that's really what, and I mean it when I say that. Like, I'll make I'll make one of my clients better. Okay, they're going to go home. They're gonna pass a little bit on to somebody else. They're gonna pass a little bit on to somebody else. And it's a very, it's next person, next person, next person. Oh, yeah. And and if they're getting happier, well, their spouse is probably gonna be happier because they're happier. Mm-hmm. And then their family's a better family. Like, I didn't do that directly, but I made her or him happier. And yeah. that made somebody else happier. And yes. then it's, and we're all connected. I mean, we really are, man.
0: I, 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 well, I have on the board over there with all my other crap, but it's a uh, rising tide raises all ships, which is one Thank of my God. favorite things. And all the people in this area, I've, I've aligned myself with like cool people. But it's like, how can I promote their their business? How can I promote their job? How can I promote their fundraiser? How can I just help them if they need help? And part of it is, as I've become more successful, luckily for me, I've, you know, from a financial aspect, I can get better. But I was, I was thinking this the other day. We were at a golf tournament. It was a charity golf tournament. and It was for, it was for the uh, Albany Children's Hospital. We've played in it for the past six years. And I was, you know, six years ago, I was in a position where like, okay, I'd go to this and I'd pay, but like, yeah, I don't have money just to throw out. And it's not like I'm sitting there like bawling, like I'm just like making it rain. But mm-hmm. it's one of those deals, like if I'm I'm sitting there and it's like, you know what? No, here's 20 bucks for this. Here's 20 bucks for that. You know, at one point the uh, the drink cart came over and we got drinks. And I'm like, well, how much is it? She goes, well, it's all included. And I said, was well, there tips? And they're like, well, tips will go as a donation. And I'm like, here's 30 bucks yeah. or, or whatever it was. You know, like it obviously like overpaid, but it's like, oh, I can. But then I thought about myself and not from a standpoint of obviously time's more important than money. But I like the idea that it's like I'm in a position and a mindset of a giving mindset that it's like I don't look at giving that up like, well, I could buy this with twenty no. dollars. To me, it's like I can help somebody with that money. I'm in a position for me, as long as my like my basic necessities are taken care of, yep. I really don't care yep. how much like money's not a motivating factor for me. And I always look at if like but I I'm in a position now where it is nice to have money because i it's i like having it. and i thought about this literally it was weird like i was getting ready to hit a golf shot and i'm like thinking i'm like it's it's i like being in a position like i want to have the resources to give back and now it's a very small level it's a hell of a lot better than it was three years ago but then what is it going to be in 10 years from now and it's like man how can i really affect or do stuff and i we've talked about doing like different charity organizations and helping things out and i I'm doing a fun event with a buddy of mine at a golf tournament, like a one-on-one golf match. We're giving money to a charity of the person's choice that benefits kids. And it's like, how can we do all this stuff where we're affecting people in a fun way? And, And like I said, the podcasts are great, like all these things, but how can we make things more aware? And I think just with the giving mindset and a mindset of how can I help people? It's crazy as like the law of reciprocity comes back. Like I've just had people come into my life or doors open, not because I was forcing them to, but it's because I was just like, honestly, I always talk about good vibes and, karma and just helping people out. Like, man, just spreading positivity yep. hit you in the face like a thousand times over.
1: Always. And, and, and there's always enough to go around. And I don't think people understand that enough. And I was, when I was leaving 24 to start my own business, uh, I had two trainers who were all about helping me. Like, hey, you let us know what you need. We you need, we can help you and we'll help you get clients. And they're working now at a competitor because now I'm leaving this business to go start my own business. But then I had other clients or other trainers who, who have from that day have not talked to me. They don't look at me when I go to that gym. I'm like, you guys understand there's enough clients for everybody. Mm-hmm. And like, you help me, I help you. Because now, when I was starting this business, I was I talked to the trainers who wanted to help me. I was like, hey, we can do our own little thing. We can start our own little business. I'll, I'll bring you guys in. Because one of them doesn't want to be a number one. He wants to be a number two. He's a trainer, and that's all he wants to do. Yeah. I'm like, good, because I like running businesses. I found out that I like creating this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I was, and I was like, I was, when I can, I'll bring you along. And you'll make more money than you ever would make here. But I'm not going to help somebody that doesn't want to help me. And I would never understood... Y- Neither of us are getting anything out of this other than just helping each other, and mm-hmm. in the long run, that's going to help each other because now all of a sudden I'm going to share this and you're going to share it and people are going to see it and and this is kind of there's there's always enough to go around and I don't think people understand that a lot of the times.
0: Well, at least I mean, for, well, a couple of things there. Like the real estate industry up here is funny because I've been in for nine years and when i first got in the business it was like oh okay joey's son's in the business and you might see him here or there and and it it was just fine you know and i was never i was always one i knew i had to put my time in i had to learn and grow And i was known i was not in a position five six seven eight years ago to say or do or have the opinions i do now because i hadn't earned it i hadn't Mm -hmm. put the time in but what happens is you know nine years later like with success comes you people show their true colors and i have some agents in the industry that have been great to me nine years ago that still are I have a lot in the industry that were fine then and honestly can barely look at you now nothing I did wrong and it's just a matter of there's a jealousy factor and envy and and but the problem is same thing it's like you shouldn't be looking at someone trying to tear them down it's like dude that guy is doing a lot of cool stuff instead of tearing him down why don't I emulate that and why don't I keep doing that because I talk about there's a ton of business to go around and I never look at anybody like Man, I lost this deal or lost that client. Like, I don't care. No, like, it, literally, money does not affect me. I try to help as many people. And I actually feel bad sometimes if people don't come with me because I know they're going with an agent that's not that good. I'm like, oh, no, good, you know, good luck. Yes. But there's sometimes agents be like, hey, I'm going to go with this other agent. I'm like, fine, they're great. Like, they'll help you out. And I have no animosity at yep. all. And then, like you said, going back to like helping people out, uh, people in the podcast is great. But like, even you living in Texas, we're connected so much nowadays. That every, like, you're, you know, whatever, 1,500 miles away, 2,000 miles away, whatever it is. And you're really a touch of a button or a phone call or a text yeah. or, a met or a DM or whatever away mm-hmm. from connecting with people. And I think that people, you know, when I try to help people out, like our, our area 100%, but like I have regular calls with people not anywhere near me that help me out with business, that help me out with mentorship, they help me out with whatever it could be. And I try in turn to help them. I'm going to affect them in a, in a way that they live... I got a guy in long island i talked to and i got a guy down in clifton park and i have people that and i know that's that's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger mm-hmm. but it's the idea that i'm trying to give them something that might help them they're in turn trying to do
1: it exactly
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna help you out with hopefully podcasting and vlogging you in turn are going to help me out with something at some point i'm going to say hey jonah hey i need help yeah. on x y and z and you're gonna be like dude here okay yeah, yeah. like here well, hey what was that you're gonna start doing some stuff on vlogging like dude how'd you do that okay mm-hmm. this is how i did it and it it's a lot of just I mean to me it's just help people out man because like I I don't know I, I could beat this thing to death but all I just day, yeah. I just like what you're yeah. doing man because it's a lot of stuff is we need more of it but like I said I'm I, I audit my social media all the time and I really go down through and I get rid of people that I like dude out 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 then I go through pages I'm like why am I following this and then and really I look at some of like and I don't consume a ton on social media just because of time wise but like there's a lot of the stuff I go on it's like does this bring me any value to my day whether it be I mean it could be entertainment it could be a stupid thing that I want to look at just because it gives me like escapism for a few minutes um obviously it could be friends that I want to just see what they're up to and then it could just be good pages that I follow I follow a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk and following him Mm -hmm. for um, do you Gary
1: I know Gary V is my dude yeah Yeah.
0: I followed him for uh, God since 2011 I've been following him and actually one of the guys that I Skype with or FaceTime with he's he's actually been on some of the vlogs with Gary and stuff. So it's like, so yeah, it'd be like at some point, some point in time I'll I'll meet Gary. That's like a goal. But I just, but, but the same thing, like Gary, I always find like Gary's kind of a funny dude. Like if Gary was to sit here right here, I'd be talking to him like this because I've, I seems like I just know him.
1: And that's the wonderful thing about podcasts is that, and I watch Rogan a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. and I feel like I'm part of his friend group. Yeah, just because I listen, i mean, he's never heard my voice, doesn't know who I am, but I'm like, oh dude, I know these people. He'd be like, what's <laughs> up, Joe? He'd be like, hey man, <laughs> and that's it. And like, yeah. and all his friends, like the Brendan Shobbs and all yeah. Theo. I'm like, dude, I feel like I'm part of the group. I have no idea who any of them are, but now this whole thing, this long form conversation thing, it's yeah, cool. I, it's like you know everybody now, and it really is cool. Well, I, I, I yeah, I listen to like next. Actually, I wanted
0: to mention to you because you mentioned podcasts, and I see you. You obviously have Rogan on a lot. Um, so what what are your go tos?
1: and for for funny stuff i like a lot of funny stuff um i do fighter and the kid 100 yeah. percent. yep and then uh the other one king of the sting yep yeah because steve vaughn is i think my fun my favorite comedian Him that guy it is it. so quick it's, it's unreal he makes job look so stupid on king of the sting i feel bad yeah So <laughs> i'm like dude you're just getting teed up right now because <laughs> and like he's so sly with it just like a little comment it's like i don't know how you think of that man but and his stories i don't know if they're true or not but he's got lots of stories um you know Joey Diaz oh yeah 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 and the same thing um those two dudes or those two um obviously Rogan, and then bits and pieces from I like excerpts because I like really like I I go heavy and I go down rabbit holes at a time like right now I'm really into a heavy into a philosophy rabbit hole Mm -hmm. so I'm like a lot of Jordan Peterson a lot of Alan Watts Mm -hmm. um and I'll probably be on this for the next two months and then I'll be like oh photography I really like photography and I'm gonna start listening to more podcasts about that yeah um, but those three are the, are my go-to, um, Rogan's, his guests are such, so random that usually I'll, will listen to somebody and then I'll go back and find every single one that I can on his. Like when I first heard Neil deGrasse Tyson talk years ago, yeah. I was like, whoa, this blew my mind. Isn't and so then I watched every single Neil deGrasse episode or video I could online. So I knew everything about astrophysics for yeah. someone that doesn't, he's, know he's any, an guy. doesn't know anything about astrophysics, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so that's kind of how I do it. Um, other ones, I like uh, I like Jocko's a lot. I like Jocko a whole lot. A little intense sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like the whole thing where he wakes up at four thirty. Like All right, we get it. Like you wake up early every day. <laughs>
0: but but I'll but I'll put out for him
1: when we talk about consistency. Oh, there's nobody every better.
0: day. Every day, his clocks on Instagram four thirty every single 4:30. day. Four thirty, and it's
1: ridiculous that that's what he's made famous for because it was such an easy idea. If anybody else had done it, but yeah, he's he's an intense dude. Um, other than that probably not not enough i like it's very narrow-minded about my podcast no
0: that's i, I i'm kind of the same like i listen to i have a lot of audiobooks the problem is yeah. sometimes with audiobooks with me i like them on long drives i have a hard time focusing on them when like quick 15 20 minute yes. trips if i'm going on a trip cross-country trip i say cross-country but like if i'm driving even just down to albany it's a yep. two-hour trip i can easily put on a uh audiobook and it, that's beautiful I yeah. love it, and. But I don't take those trips as long. So usually my twenty thirty minute trips. If I'm not calling people on the f- phone, I just want to hear stupid. Yes. I want to hear Callan and and Shab talk about yes. you know, stupid things, um, or Rogan talk about whatever. Like my favorite Rogan episodes are the Fight Companions. The best. You give me hands down the like, best. If you baby. get all four of them, like Bro- Eddie yes. Bravo and yes. all those guys together. Yep. But I mean, then you then you put on the Elon Musk one, which I've listened to twice, and it's a three hour conversation. But I've listened to it twice. It's my all time favorite episode. Yep. And then and there's sometimes you just put it on and, you're like, okay, who's this person? And you listen to And, like, that's actually kind of yeah, a really good podcast. Really cool, yeah. And exactly. it's funny how he brings on, like, random comedians. And I'm like, okay, well, listen to this comedian. All of a sudden, like, you go down a rabbit hole. And for people, like, to me, Joey Diaz is hilarious. One of the funniest I, people ever. I don't I don't follow his actual podcast because, me, I got to draw a line at some point because you can go down a rabbit hole. Like, Burt <laughs> Kreischer and, and yeah, uh, Tom yeah. Segura just started one. And I'm like, yep. I got, I got fighter and the kid and I got Rogan yep. and that's pretty much all I can do. Theo Vaughn's I have his downloaded, I have Andrew Santino's downloaded, yeah, but yeah, like I can yeah. only listen to so many exactly. and, and realistically like the Santino's, I just listen when he brings calendar Shaw back on. Bingo. So I might as well just watch fighter and the kid yep, yep. and, uh, but like in Theo Vaughn, same thing. Like Or, or at Crystalia. If you get Crystalia on like a Fire and the Kid, yes. it, I just yes. die laughing. It. That whole it's just, little group. They're back so the stupid. Format. But
1: I think being a fly on the wall at the comedy club must be so fun to hang out with Have those Have you dudes. ever been there? No. no. I mean,
0: if you live in Cal... It's LA, right? LA, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would love... If I go out... For extended time, I would really try to make a point yes. of going to anything because you know you're going to see one of them there. Yeah,
1: you're going to see a, a great lineup every single night. I mean, the
0: times when they show up and are like, dude, last night, so we had uh, Joey, yeah. uh, Rogan, and then like Chappelle walks and Chappelle in. And I'm up, like, yeah. whoa, whoa, like,
1: <laughs> st- <laughs> st- st- shut you, up. Like, you, stop, step back here, you man. You pay $40 for a ticket and you get three of the greatest to ever do it in yeah, all time. You don't like, know like, who's actually wow, going to show man, up. And like, right, yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, we weren't expecting, and all of a sudden, you know, like, Chris Rock walks out. I'm yeah. like, wait, what? Like, yeah, but it's just it, it's incredible that um actually have you have you seen any of the specials? Which ones? The Netflix uh, specials. All of
1: them, man. Yeah. Like I, uh, well, first of all, I watched Chappelle just recently again. I is show,
0: that is that one good? The new one? Because I'm about ten minutes in, and some of the stuff he says in the first ten minutes, like God damn, I miss Chappelle. Like
1: it it might be my favorite special of all time. Uh, the, sh-
0: the sticks and stones yeah, one. Yeah, and
1: I just showed my dad last night, and I mean him being 74 now, I was like, I wonder how this is gonna transfer. over whole time he's just busting up laughing and it's and i don't think you cannot laugh i mean it's just it's so obvious what he's saying and the way he delivers it is like it's the delivery yeah. man we all it's think about it
0: we just don't want to say it out loud like like oh, oh, oh well like i said I'm 10 minutes in but was like the whole michael jackson thing <laughs> i don't know if he really did it but he goes like i mean if he did Huh? Yeah. Like, I, like, like michael geez. jackson it's yeah, like yeah. it's michael jackson man and like right. about their first day back at school like yeah. telling the kid guess what happened yeah. this weekend like i'm like oh my <laughs> god like i'm watching this and i'm usually like i, I like nothing really offends me and that no, didn't offend yeah. me but i'm like listen like good god he like yeah. he went there he's man. like i
1: started here and now it's just like it's sky's the limit <laughs> yeah. yeah and he's
0: just sitting there and he's looking i guess
1: you're all thinking the same thing like, that's what it is man it's the realism well the funny thing about that that uh that special is like rotten tomatoes gave it like a 22 percent Approval rating. Did you hear about this? And only six people approved it, is where we'll watch it or something like that. Is that, is that what I'm. T- Did you know the whole story on that? Maybe. This not. is what
0: I've heard that they only opened it up to a few critics. Yes. Okay. Critics, yeah. And then all of a sudden they let the public go and it went up to 99.
1: 99%. And there's 22 compared to 99%. And I was like, yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Because it's. Well, that's the thing. Like it, the critics and stuff is now the day in the uh, internet. And that's what. When we put all this stuff out, like. Like I take this from Gary Vee, like the, let the market decide, like, yep. put it out. Like you don't, don't be critical of your own stuff. And even if you put it out and you don't get the amount of likes you want, if it's something you enjoy doing, I listen to like the podcast, like people always ask, well, oh my God, you talk for two hours on a podcast. And I'm like, I like it. Yep. And the, my most downloaded episodes, I have 10, if I do my top 10, cause I can track it. Mm-hmm. My top 10 most downloaded episodes only two of them are the Gail and Trombley show. We do a spinoff on it's still under the same category podcast, yeah. but it's realty talk. And I do it with a girl that's just started real estate that has eight of the 10 most downloaded episodes. And those are all 10 to 30 minutes. I know those are more, more, more consumed. They're easily more or easily digestible. Mm-hmm. These are longer. People aren't going to listen to the whole thing. But what's funny is when I, people come up to me more and say, Oh, that episode of the Gail and Trombley show. Like when you actually listen to them, people do like them. Yeah, they're hard, I don't get as many downloads, but I find that the people that do download them, download them, enjoy them more than the Realty talk. Yeah, reality Talk's more informative, but the same reason. Why do I sit down and listen to, you know, Joe Rogan talk to Brian Callen for the fiftieth time for
1: three and a half hours? I love it because
0: you enjoy it and you can, and it's like it's, it's cool. mindless yeah. and it's a conversation and yeah. it's fun and they're, I find they're entertaining and I find they even if maybe they don't maybe they're not complete subject experts they sound like they know what they're talking about in certain things yeah. and if not it's more than i do yeah, so i'm exactly, just like exactly, true exactly, like brian yeah. gallen starts about talking like the wild lions out he in like, is, he's like
1: an insane man he has a booty or something yeah. i'm
0: like well, what is this guy talking about but i'm like it's amazing and now i just find that like all that stuff like podcast to me that's why i started it because i like it and it, there was no other reason now obviously i've the realty talk i use from i i it gives me my real estate. It can scratch the itch, but I can also market that in different ways for content. But this is purely just for fun. Yeah. And I, like I, when you had reached out uh, about something, about pod, I don't even know how it started. I think you just reached out and said, man, you got a podcast. And I'm like, I'm like, I like i have not talked to you in forever. I'm mm-hmm. like, you're in town a hundred percent because my, my only theme is people I want to talk to. And yeah. that's the only thing people have always asked. What's it, what's it about? Like, what do you talk about? I'm like, I've had anybody from high school buddies to now our childhood friends, high school buddies. To I've had, you know. Um, I would say my highest profile guy was our state assembly person um, or our, our, I did see that. Yeah. yeah. Billy. And yeah. I mean, and I've tried to get other people on and I'm sure as this grows, I'll be able yep. to have a little bit more poll and get some cool people on, but it's, it's not even that it's like, I would love to talk to, I would love to have Joe Rogan come on the podcast. Anybody would. Cause I just find him entertaining. Yeah. If you told me, Hey, this guy's got a podcast, I'd be like it's, it's downloaded by like George Carlin. I know it's a huge podcast. I've never really listened to it. Would I mm-hmm. care to have George, uh, um, George Carlin sitting here? I'd probably ask him about podcasting, but I don't really know about him. Mm-hmm. So like to me, I would much rather talk to a friend from high school like yes. we are and Shooting the Shit versus that. And that's one of the things they talk about Rogan is that the amount of people that he's turned away because he's like, that's cool, but I just don't have any interest in yes. him. So I'd rather talk to my boy that does t- comedy on the third hour of the comedy store versus yes. this person. And I just find, I, I find it's, well, I mean, for him, obviously,
1: he makes a living, but he. it's kind of cool that you get paid to talk to people you want to talk to, and people will fly out to talk to you. Yes. Well, and then come full circle with the authenticity thing. I think podcasts work so well, or podcasts that do work really well, is because it is an authentic thing. It's you and myself sitting here and just talking, and that's all.
0: Well, the, the other thing about a podcast that's cool, it's long form, but think about, we've known each other for a long, long time. How long have we talked for two hours in a row? Probably never. never. Zero. Probably never. And now we might have been hanging out for over two, three hours and we're shooting the yeah. shit, but we got other people and we're just kind of hanging out doing things and, but you're not really having like a deep conversation. And, and the other thing is too, like we haven't checked our phones in an hour and a half in a 2019 world, especially, I mean, I, I'm glued to it 24 seven because of work. And I'm sure you are, you know, have quite a bit of people contact with people on, on online. It's nice just to kind of strip everything down back to basic human interaction and just talk. And I think that a lot of it for me, it allows my mind just to kind of decompress. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of this again, why do I do two hour time frames? It's like honestly it just allows me to just relax and focus yes. on one thing.
1: Well, coming off that point then with my client, and I make my this point to all my clients is that all my clients and myself, we're very good friends now and I consider all my clients my friends now, not even just my clients, like they come in, I know about their lives, I know their families, mm-hmm. and, I, and I tell them all the time, I'm like, where else do you put your phone down for an hour, two or three times a week, and just talk to the person? I was like, it's like me and your hairdresser, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah, true. And, and the, the bond that I'm creating with all these people, because of that, because there's no interruptions, because now there's, there's interruptions 24-7 with everybody. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's one of my another thing that I love about training.
0: Do you also find, too,
1: that people are in a vulnerable state? in the in your space 100 percent, yeah because it's my space like it's my space and they come in they're a little hesitant about the gym but also
0: they're out of shape they're 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 a little bit intimidated they're self-conscious and and they're going into a world and and obviously anybody's but you were there i was there when i first started and you get to the point where now you walk in like okay this guy knows what he's talking about and i don't know how to do whatever he just told me to do so i find that there's a trust factor when they when you accept them, that like, okay, this guy actually does want me to get better and yeah. doesn't give a shit that yeah. I can't, you know, I can I can't squat with anything. I can barely squat down to a box. Yep. But every day, and then all of a sudden, like three weeks later, now I can do it, and he's still there and he's still pushing. And, that's,
1: and I always make sure to mention to my clients, I was like, Hey, remember when you couldn't do this? And they're like, Yeah. I'm like, And now it's easy. They're like, Yeah. And I was like, See? Yeah. Looking in the rear view. Man. And and then, and then it's awesome because um, then we'll do something where they can't do it. I'm like, Yeah, you can't do it right now, but we're gonna come back in two weeks and you're gonna be able to do that. And then we do it, and they're like cool. And then that transfers out of the gym where, Oh, now if I just take my time, things will happen. So and that, that was my other thing
0: too. Uh, so there's a couple of things. And, and again, I'm in a little different spaces, like in the CrossFit community is that you work out with your peers. And, mm-hmm. and the thing is when people come to CrossFit, they're like, "Well, I see the guys on, on TV and stuff. And I'm like, that's like watching Tom Brady throw football. Yes. Like it's not the same thing. I said, if you go down to your local gym or local CrossFit box or whatever, and you go in there, you're going to have the 50 year old, Mom, the the sixty year old dad, the the kid in college, the overweight person, the phenomenal shape person, mm-hmm. they're all doing everything. Fitness is completely universally scalable. You can do anything in fitness, down to a wall push up, yep. down to you know freestanding handstand push ups. Like yep. you can do everything. And but the idea is that eventually you're going to go from here to there if you want to do it with over time, and it's really not that long of time if you look at it. I mean, th- for me, I really got into it probably two years I got really good and I got pretty fit in two Mm -hmm. years and all of a sudden it's just kind of keep getting better and better but the the biggest transformation for me was the mental standpoint and maybe because when I say 2013 that's when I met a lot of people at the gym and a lot of them have become very good like honestly some of my best friends Mm -hmm. because we're all in the same space we want the same thing people that go to the gym your clients people that you associate with at the gym they're there to make themselves better otherwise they wouldn't be there obviously if you see them on a consistent basis too they have something in their they being that means I want to work, I want to get better, I want to put in the work to yes. get better. And I find that the mental, I take a lot of stuff from the gym to the point as simple as like doing yard work to so as simple as like, okay, I'm just going to plug through it one step, like one rep at a time, one yep. step at a time. Exactly. Or it's the idea that now that you're a little healthier, maybe you have some confidence through the social part of being at the gym, you obviously look better. Then all of a sudden that translates to, okay, I don't feel as intimidated going out to going out at night or meeting a a girl or something like Mm -hmm. that or maybe I don't feel as intimidating going into a meeting because I walk a little bit more confidently and that's I think there's so many psychological benefits and there's so many like emotional benefits and and the physical benefits you can that's gonna happen I mean the groundwork's there but it's like when you hit that mental switch man I do it's and and I, I find that like you said if people are opening up to you especially because you know I mean, I'm sure you've had people come into the gym ecstatic. I'm sure you had people come in pissed. I'm sure you've had people come in crying. Yep. I'm, I'm sure you've had people come in literally like, where I don't even know where to go. I just got fired from my work or or, or like, my God, I just got fired or I, I didn't get the internship or I didn't get this or that or the other thing. Or, you know, it's someone died in their family and like all these events. But then it's like they come back to you. Three days a week, and that's like a grounding thing. That's the put one consistent phone, thing. Yeah, yeah, put your phone away. Yep. Hey, it's me and Jonah. We're doing we're doing a rep. Hey, we're burning off some steam. Okay, you had a bad day. Okay, do a few more burpees. Okay, punch the punching bag. You know, push the sled. Exactly. And uh, no, I think it's cool. I think all the stuff you're doing is is yeah. I'm I'm, I'm just pumped for you on on, on <laughs> just everything it. you're doing. I do appreciate um, it. So. So, also get away from kind of the fitness space. Like, what, what do you, like, what's Dallas like? What do you do like a normal day in Dallas? I mean, you work, obviously, but yeah. like, what, what's
1: cool out there? Cause it's totally, I've never been to Texas. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, hmm. What is cool in Texas? Well, we have the Cowboys, which is not cool, but. Which is how far is Arlington from Dallas? Uh tw- 15 minutes, ten minutes. Oh it's not, okay. It it's pretty up. close, yeah. Because um, Texas Rangers play in Arlington they too, do, right? Yep, and they're putting up a new stadium right now with a retractable roof because nobody is going to the games in the middle of the summer because they're not good. And it's hundred and twenty degrees, so yeah, it's a sense. recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. Um uh they the the Ranger Stadium, the Cowboys Stadium, Six Flags, and this new thing called Texas Lives all in about a half mile distance from each other. And so that's that's Arlington basically. Um Dallas is Dallas is a, a little LA and we have a lot of, right now people from Texas are very angry at people from California because we have a lot of Californians coming over. It's very cheap to live in Texas, especially for how much money you can make. Um, but uptown is what, that's like the, the hip little area It'd be like the downtown here in Plattsburgh. It's uh, it's very plastic very plastic uh,
0: so dallas fort worth right mm-hmm. that's the kind of the area Where, where's fort worth in relation to
1: dallas 30 minutes away it goes dallas arlington's the middle and then fort worth is on the other side you go east to west west to east i should say dallas yes. west yep fort yes. worth east yes um how far is austin two
0: and a half hours south okay that's not bad then no because isn't austin a pretty like like big technology bubble like yeah. things like that like cause, cause south by southwest isn't yep. austin um I mean, actually, it's not that bad because I talk to like, people and, like, how far is it in Texas? Is huge? huge. It's yeah. like, oh, that's like seven hours. Yeah. I mean, you
1: can go to El Paso and I tell you nine hours to get there from Dallas. But, like, two and a half hours, that's going down to Albany. I mean, that's
0: not and that that's bad. It. So. And
1: it's two and a half hours if you're doing the speed limit. Nobody in Texas is at the speed limit. Yeah. I mean, the way to Austin, you're about 110 and you stay with traffic. Really? Oh, it's fat. You drive 80 everywhere. When I when I first so was moved, it two and
0: a half hours driving at that speed or two and a half hours like Google Map which just up
1: it's an hour and a half if you're doing yeah the actual speeds no, when it's... I first moved to Texas I had so I had anxiety just driving because there's four lanes five lanes everyone is eighty five everyone's going across lanes I was like dude I didn't want to get on these roads like yeah it's a different I, world I man. drove in
0: Southern California um is it the four ninety five i five what what's yeah. the whatever the highway is. I want to uh, say it was like four ninety five whatever that that main highway is that goes down. And I remember we went out to Anaheim. We were at a conference. My dad was working. So I ended up taking one of the guys' rental cars. And I was actually going to go play golf. I had a day to kill. And it was pretty fun. Like I got on the highway, but it was like five, it was like seven lanes maybe. And you just, <laughs> you merge on it. And then all of a sudden it's just like, like you kind of look and like, holy shit. Like there's just lanes and lanes. People. And like people are whooping that way. People are whooping this way. And you're just like, okay, you got to really head check. Yes. And, uh. I mean, some people are not head checking; they're no, just whipping in. No blinkers. No blinkers. No, yeah, yep. Yeah. And I just remember driving on that, and I was going probably eighty easy, and uh, but you're same with traffic. Stay with but, traffic. But like you're just flying on this thing, and it was like a rush. You're like holy shit, this <laughs> well, is, like flying sure. like a race car, yeah. and then you like just <laughs> merge off, and now you're like back onto like yes. this, like the normal yeah. roads. But I was like, man, that's a wild trip right it, there.
1: It, every time I get on the highway, I'm like, okay, here we go.
0: Do you have to travel much on the highway?
1: Uh, no, not anymore. I used to when I lived in Dallas. I used to live in the city, right in the middle of everything, and I worked about twenty minutes at the gym outside of the city. And every morning I'd have to hop on the highway, and I'm like, God, I hate this commute so much. It was stressful. Now I live, well, now I work where I live, luckily, so now I don't have to drive at all unless I go to the grocery store. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't do the highway thing. I don't like driving. I don't, I want to get rid of my car even if I could. I was gonna say, so you still have a car? I right? do. I'm trying to sell it for, before the trip, obviously. But so,
0: so like, uh, so will you live right in Dallas, like the heart of Dallas? I or? did.
1: I live now with Frisco. I don't know if you've ever heard you've of heard, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I live in Frisco, basically. Um, Which is how far? Twenty minutes north.
0: Um, oh, so that's all right around. I didn't realize yeah, yeah, it was
1: that yeah. close. Yeah, Frisco, Plano. There's there's a bunch of cities all in there, and they're all rather large. I mean, hundreds of thousands is of people.
0: Da- Dallas is the capital. No, Austin's the capital. Austin's the capital. Dallas <laughs> is the biggest city. Hmm. Houston
1: guy. It might be Houston be the biggest one. Yeah, It's one of those two. I like Dallas the most. I've lived in San Antonio, hung out a lot in Austin, hung out I of my ex in Houston, and now I live in Dallas, obviously. I personally like Dallas the most. Yeah. I mean, it's the most... It's the newest city. It's the biggest. It's the biggest city. I don't know population wise, it might not be, but it just has the biggest center, center city center. Yeah. Um. There's the most to do. I think there's stuff to do outside. There's stuff to do inside. There's more teams than anywhere else. There's more of a nightlife. Um. My, my
0: only like we were down in um. And I, I've said this for years. I mean, again, not like going super far out, but one of the places that I've actually really always loved was like Clifton Park, mm-hmm. just outside Albany. Part yeah. of the reason was because it's a mixture of you're close to more stuff you know to do yes. and then you're not far from home where you know you can get home within two two and a half yep. hours um so we were just down there this past week and i'm like it's kind of nice like to just say like albany's 20 minutes or 15 minutes away and it's kind of nice just to like drive down and have like options to go do stuff or if you want to go see concerts yep. just, like you don't have to make a trip out of seeing a concert like it just be like okay i'm going to work I'm just yes. run out to the show I'll be home by 11 to go to bed yep and that's one thing i've i always missed about this and i'm, and I'm hoping like part of it is could Plaster get to the point, we're not like, I mean not like a mega, like a Montreal or something, but could Plaster get to kind of like a Burlington yeah, or or, yeah. A, or like kind of a mini thing, which you do have actually, you do have people that actually yeah. will come here and strand has been trying to do it and we've had more and more, we've had some cool things pop up over the last like two, three years that you're like, oh, at least I've heard of that yeah. person. Um, like one of the Waynes brothers came here to okay. the show and I mean like people, not super big, but people that you're like, okay, at least they yeah. came to Plastford yeah, 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 yeah. and, and um, that that's the only thing I miss. So like for you, like, if you want to go see a concert you literally can just be like how many there's like tense
1: you know oh, dude, yeah.
0: there's so many things or or like i like concerts and stuff but it could be a sporting event or it could be just hey i want to go to this festival and that's
1: it you go on seat geek and you say what's going on this weekend and there's a list of 40 different things that yeah that range from, so cool. from sports to comedians to, to watching an opera to classical music to go into the farmer's market yeah if you there's no reason to be bored and yeah. if you're bored it's because you're not doing anything yeah um yeah there's a, and it's all relatively cheap i mean you can obviously spend i was wondering want, how's yeah.
0: the cost of living in dallas cost obviously it's way amazing, cheaper than california dude, it
1: is so the cost of living is awesome and it really is and for what you get it is really nice there's no water so i think that kind of keeps the prices down there's no there's no state income tax i think in texas could be i don't yeah, know yeah i don't i don't know nothing there are, there's like six or seven I states think, that have it. i think that's what texas is um that's why they keep bringing all these big companies in. I know they've been running for Google. We didn't get it. I don't really care anymore. I'm not leaving. But yeah, um, yeah There's. It, I think everybody should go visit Dallas. Because before I moved there, I was like, Dallas. Uh, okay, I guess. So actually, how, why did you go to Dallas? So I don't think I got that. So you went down yeah. to
0: military down in Pensacola. Yep. And then from Pensacola, you went to Dallas. And how long have you, how long have you been in Dallas? And how did you get to Dallas?
1: Uh, I've been in the DFW area. For a little over three years now, maybe just at three years. And the reason I moved to Dallas is I was dating a girl from the military, um, and she lived in Houston. But we were kinda on a rocky rocky path when I got out of the military and I was like, Well, I really hate Houston and we might break up, so I was like, I'll go to Dallas, I'll be close to her and if it doesn't work out, we will let them in a cooler city. And Austin's super expensive to live in. Austin is ridiculous. Austin is. Yeah. They have I mean they have the lake, they have the mountains, like that's an expensive city. That rivals California. Um, so i was like well we we'll need to do the next best thing and if we break up i'm in a cool city and it worked out for the best that's, that's how it is yeah and then you obviously then love it yeah amazing it's cool it really is it's funny
0: how life works like that like you yeah. think i, I mean <laughs> so many small things like I, I even take i mean obviously i've never moved out of the area but like even like running into like meeting my wife and all mm-hmm. these just like chance happenings that happen yep but i'm always a big one too like things happen for a reason so i'm never i'm never stressed out i think that's one of the things i don't stress out about it because i'm like you know what just like the the just the magnetic pole of Earth or your life is just going to happen. It's, yeah. So, so I never stress out like if something bad happens. I truly believe it was meant to happen, and I think um, I was listening to this thing the other day again with Gary uh, Gary V. He goes that he talks about his thing about passing on Uber. Like he was supposed to be yeah yeah like yeah. his big thing. Like I could have invested in Uber. Like I was investing in a bunch of companies yep. and it wasn't a lot to invest. And I passed on anywhere from four hundred to eight hundred million dollars. And he goes, yeah, that one hurt. But then he goes, he puts it. It's funny how he works. He's like, he goes, but well, what happens if I would have made that? And because I did that, and I was one of the largest investors, I had to go do up a speech out in you know, freaking Utah, and I got hit by a bus. Yeah, oh for sure. And then he's like, would it have made sense to have eight hundred million dollars? But got hit by a bus. He goes, instead, I passed an eight hundred million. But now, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. And, and obviously, that's a huge hypothetical, but but it's true. It's a possible. Mean, thing like too. you, you complain that like you complain like, hey, I passed up on that really cool opportunity that i wish would have happened and if i could go back and change it i would but i'm not dwelling on but i'm not then i'm not thinking of what else would like if i if i would have moved i could have easily moved to a billion different places in the world and i chose to stay here you could have moved to any city in the world and you chose dallas Mm -hmm. and now because of dallas you met all these people Uh you could have i mean why didn't you go to portland oregon like why didn't you go to all these and it's funny at just making that change and then you always look at well why like I should have moved to Indian, Indianapolis. Yeah. Okay. Well, you could play that forever, but it's exactly. like, there's a reason you move to Dallas, whether that be, you find, you know, a job, you find a spouse, you find a career, you find a home, but it's meant to work out. Yeah. And I always, to me, I never stress out about anything. Cause I'm like, I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. Say real estate doesn't work out. Say five years from now, I'm like, screw this. I'm out. I'm going to something else. Well, this laid a groundwork for wherever that path yep. would be. I don't foresee that happening. But then again, I don't foresee really anything happening i just kind of i'm just day-to-day having fun and kind of working towards a goal but knowing that that goal is very much you know a distant horizon and i'm just kind of you know i'll get there like i'll get to wherever that goal that goal is like going to be kind of tickering like this from my life but
1: you can't connect the dots looking forward because they're not there yet but looking back yeah everything lines up because you're right where you want to be hopefully hopefully you are yeah and then all you're like oh well this did that and that did this and now i'm here it's like this all worked out yeah maybe it wasn't working out when it was when i was going through it but there's a reason that all happened this way. Well, it's like
0: weird things, too. Like we talked about um, Alec and uh, Alexis having a kid. Like I know you're good friends with them and stuff. Like what's the odds that she had it the th- three, four days that you were here? <laughs> that's what like, you probably doing. think about like that. And, and I know this is kind of weird, but like so instead of seeing, you know, Maddox, instead of seeing Maddox at a few days old in the hospital still, you could have saw him at 10, mm-hmm. you know, and all of a sudden you'd be like, holy crap. And now you probably have pictures of holding him. And, and now it's like, oh, that's kind of a cool thing. We had people like when our son was born one of the first people that came to see us was actually nick guble's brother ryan okay who is related to gina and they were in town happened to be in town it was Chris, he was born on christmas day so you <laughs> were born to, christmas day yeah christmas, and you're day. On christmas eve yeah we, were, we spent the whole day we spent uh 12 29 a.m of christmas so we were supposed to be my birthday our tags all have my birthday written on it wow. and they had to cross it out <laughs> yeah so but but it was one of those things they were in town for christmas and they were able to stop in and see us like mm-hmm. They could have easily not, and then probably have not saw crew until well, they've seen him since, but like two, three, four years old mm-hmm. because but they happen to see him that, so it's kind of weird how life works where like little things are meant to happen, and we kind of go back to like the r j thing, um, yeah, yeah, we somehow booked the same flight, and literally, we were able to put him on a flight to mm-hmm. now what happens if he would have been lost, missed his flight, something happened like I mean, it's like a re- really crazy happening, but like it was kind of cool that i mean I, I i'm not joking i think my mom has a photo of me and rj sitting on the plane together that's so funny, man. like because she was sitting across and she like took a photo and we're just like both waving at the camera and like i like i said i'm probably 14 he mm-hmm. was 15 or 16 whatever he was at the time and you know and i just remember when he had like his bowl cut thing and yep. it like he's sitting there and like that's the last memory i have is literally saying goodbye in like the newark airport which is crazy because. Actually, I got to spend an extra like two hours yeah. with him than anybody in Chase yeah, anybody. Z and the people that he lived with. Yeah. And it was kind of funny how that all worked out. But, like, again, all those little things, like, who knows if he missed his flight, like, what could happen? It was kind of weird how, like, that was put in place. Yeah. You were supposed to sit next to him on the plane to go there. And, and um, I don't know. It just, that's always like, there's like weird things in my life that I look at. Like, one is that. Two is looking up at the space and being like, how intimidating. Like, you look up and you're just looking at stars and you're like, oh.
1: <laughs> well, there's it, something I haven't seen stars in a year probably, of lights. because of the lights and i come up here i'm like whoa dude whoa like it all opens up again one,
0: one of my bucket list items is to go up on the top of a mountain in the adirondacks hike up before morning mm-hmm. and just sit there and look at the stars with no light yep. like i don't want light to be miles away from me and i mean you can go out like in a cornfield you can go out anywhere but there's still going to be some you yes. know, light pollution coming if you go at the top of a mountain sit there and there's nothing you just look at the stars i've never done it and people have said it's absolutely incredible be above everything yeah and you're just above everything there's nothing in your way there's no there's nothing obstructing what
1: you should be seeing and they, they said it's just absolutely incredible we were in utah and i mean we we're up in the top of the mountains out there and you didn't need any you didn't need lights we were just walking around and just, like looking at you in the middle of the day because the stars and the moon were so bright out in the middle of That's Zion crazy. National Park, and it really—it was like, wow, dude, I've never seen anything like this. So
0: where's Zion National Park?
1: Uh, it's in Utah. Okay. I don't know what's around it. It's near like White Sands, uh, Moab, and all those things. Because one of the things I've—I've I've never done is I've never gone to anything out in
0: that area. I've been to West Coast, but I've never yeah. actually experienced like all the the mountains and yeah the ranges and it, to me this stuff's beautiful. When I dude. see pictures of Colorado, if I see pictures of Col- um uh, you know Wyoming mm-hmm. and Montana and like it's like. Holy crap! Like yeah. the country is absolutely beautiful in different ways, and even going down to Arizona, um you know, and just seeing kind of like, you know, I mean, there's desert and stuff. But it was funny when those people I was shown homes to from Arizona. I'm like, yeah, but the canyons are cool. Like I'd go out there and say that's awesome. Where they come here and say the Adirondacks yeah, are great. And I yeah. look out and I'm like, yeah, like I can see them. Yep. Like or I mean, I, I can see the Green Mountains. I can see Adirondacks. I can see Lake Champlain. But, I mean, I just, I see it every day. It's so normal, yeah. yeah and it's kind of like people that live in New York City and like, okay, well, I see all these buildings. Yeah. I mean, I know they're world-renowned, but they're like here. It's there, yeah. Um, and I, I just, that's one of the things, well, actually, also one of the things, did you ever watch uh, Free Solo?
1: Yes, yeah, uh, what's the name? Uh, Alex Honnold? Yes. I got yeah, two of yeah, his books yeah, over there I got to read through. but <laughs> He's a crazy like, dude. But you
0: like watch that stuff, and you're like, it's, one, I mean, it, he's nuts. My hands yeah. are sweating the whole time, but I'm yeah. like, it's beautiful. Like, yep. You look at the mountains, and so that's a bucket list. Of, I want to someday RV, like, like straight up RV around the country, and just because I think it would be so cool to see, and just, again, see every part of our country that you don't get to see.
1: I've road tripped from Texas to Florida a bunch. Not worth it. Louisiana, Mississippi, don't, it's not really, it's like driving through Shazy, man. So, it really is. Like. So I got some friends
0: that that actually, one's from Arkansas, one's from Louisiana, yeah. and they all are just like, dude, it's like nothing. It's, and I'm, it's
1: literally driving through like Ellenberg and Shazy. Yeah, yeah, and
0: and I, I always, and part of it's, I mean, I still would like to go around the yeah. whole thing, but I know that it's kind of like when we went out to Madison last year, we took a uh, RV out and we drove down basically I-90 all the whole mm-hmm. way. But even though I was going through um, Ohio, I was going through Indiana, I was going through you know, I saw Chicago for the first time. I didn't stop. Very I just go cool, through yeah. it. But it's like going through all that stuff to me was it's it's different. It's still yes. fun to me because it's just an adventure. And it's like road trips are great. Yeah. I mean, they're long. But if you have a good group of people and you're to me, it's just like hanging out with friends for.
1: Well, that's I think Brad Hansen, um Who else came down? My brother came down. Was this when you guys were in the little RV? Uh, yes. The picture. I saw a, bunch, a picture of yeah, you. It was like Russ, Tyler. And we, we went from Dallas and then we drove over to the Grand Canyon and then from the Grand Canyon up to zion and we stayed the night there and then drove back through colorado and yeah i've never seen anything like the west coast or like the west the southwest i guess it is just as far as you can see just nothingness and it doesn't sound pretty but it's really pretty and those huge red rocks are up in the middle of nowhere in the grand canyon if you've never seen it i yeah it will take your breath away and i mean it it's no picture will ever do it justice it didn't even look real like i looked at it and it didn't even look real like
0: how big is the grand canyon
1: I i don't know
0: I mean it's, it's, it's not more I mean I, I know I'm super naive because I don't know but like it's not like you can see it all in one shot no okay because no, like, I always think like Grand Canyon because you always see the postcards of yeah. like obviously the main yeah. structures like I'm sure there's famous parts to yeah. look at but I'm sure for every one of those there's a hundred other really cool spots
1: it it's your eyes can't make sense of it because it's just so big and the layers of the red rock it's just it, it's it's it's
0: weird it's really weird so when you drive like where are the places out west when you're driving like you said you just see like these red like yeah. almost like i don't even know what you'd call them like skinny mountains that yeah. just pop yeah. up out of nowhere but it's just like desert and then those mountains yeah. right
1: yeah so it's just i'm i think what it is just wind and sand over years and years and years thousands of years just cutting those rocks down 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 i mean, that's all it is around it, it's sand. And so over how thousands, that's I don't know how long. Incredible. And like I know, I'm guessing you've seen Forrest Gump. Oh, yeah, like we drove right down that road where he was running down the middle of the road, and we had the whole Monument Valley was there and everything. Oh, that's like a famous. Oh, that's road. a real thing. Yeah, oh, okay. Monument well, I didn't Valley. I did that was like a. That's an actual. I didn't oh, realize yeah. that was famous road. Yeah, yeah and they like mark it off. This is like this is where he was this at. This is the Gump. Then, yep. And so we did that. Um, Zion. I don't my friend was like dude it's, it seems like dinosaur, dinosaurs dinosaurs be walking around there and i was like i don't know that i don't get that analogy and then i got there and i was like i get it it's just it is it looks old it looks just looks like it's been there forever and it's just i'd love to see it yeah it's it's worth the trip the whole place white sands national park is really cool it's all so pretty i mean colorado and utah right behind here and in california would be my top and my where i would go and live it's yeah, just it's-
0: it's always something I, like I said. I'll go there eventually. Yeah. Just like I said when I and I think when the kids get older, it's like a I'm little just gonna, easier. Yeah. Well, it's just more like we're gonna go on either a family trip or hey, when the kids are out of town, like <laughs> and my wife, like I'm getting something. We're flying, driving. I'd yep. prefer to drive just to have the experience, but I I, I don't know. I mean, I've always just wanted to see as much as I can. But when the other reason too, like I'm trying to work now and accumulate as much as I can. I couldn't travel before, so when I'm in the future, like I want to try to be able to travel and just be like, hey, I, you know, I want to be able to have the the necessary means that I can go explore the world because I would love to go to, like some people like I don't want to go to certain countries, and I'm like I'm kind of cool with everything, yeah, Yeah. like I don't I don't look at and the people sometimes are like I don't want to go to China, and I've heard people love China. I'm like you know what, I'm good to go anywhere, and I think it'd be really cool. I think I want to go to Australia, I want to go to New Zealand, I want to go to Hawaii. Obviously, it's still in the states, but it's its own, it's its own thing, yeah, yeah, and, and it's just. I don't know. I'm just so excited about like that stuff in the future, which is part of the future. Like yeah. I'll be able to go to all that stuff. Yeah. I know I will and I'll make the time to do it. But it's it's kinda cool, I think, like again for you, but um now going back to the vlogging thing, when you did your two vlog, you yep. did two? Yep. Would you film it on? Just
1: uh yeah, just a Rebel T six that I bought on Groupon. Oh you did? Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Canon Rebel, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um so I got the Canon. I just bought it the uh, A D D. Okay. Yep. Which Pretty top of the line. Of course, I was kind of researching cameras, and yep. one of the guys that I was talking to before that we messaged with, he's got a kid that works with them. Who's, I mean, super knowledgeable. I mean, I, I, like I said, I can right now. I can call him or text him, and mm-hmm. he would help me out. And he sent me a whole package said, get this stuff. And then I had another um, couple of people that actually live in California, and I kind of, I'm like, oh, the guy said to get this. I'm, I'm getting ready to order it. I'm like, yeah, get this, this, and that it's the one Casey Neistat used to use okay, for the longest okay. time and it, it's kind of, it's cool. And like, once you start playing around with it, like the, the different lenses and, and I, I have, I mean, I'm touch I've literally just got enough where I can actually shoot on stuff. I haven't even touched yes. the surface on what it's capable of doing. Oh, yeah. 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 But then like, I didn't think it was that cool. Then all of a sudden when I start watching, cause when you, when you play it back on the little camera, yeah. it's like like it doesn't look that good and then all of a sudden you bring it up on like your computer like holy shit like this is okay 100 percent. now i know why this is as much as it was and why it is better than i mean don't get me wrong your phones take incredible photos but they don't have the the zoom in the focus capabilities that these cameras do because i have the one lens that goes 135 millimeter and it's like dude you can see (laughs) it zooms right in and then i just bought one that goes down the 10 millimeter if you've never seen 10 millimeter which means nothing to me before i got it it's like you go from like zoom to like
1: wide open seeing everything
0: so i can go from 10 mil i got the lens capability to go from 10 to 135 which is extremely yeah. crazy yeah and the next one i might get just because to say God, it is maybe to go up to like a, i don't know like a two i think it's like 220 so or something these huge lenses yeah and that's just you, the ones that you, you can, can see like see across the lake yeah <laughs> but i can like see someone's like kitchen yep. table and see what they're eating yep. from like here which is kind of freaky but mm-hmm. um but I, I found a passion for the videos i found a passion because it's fun and I, like i said it's it's one where It's kind of cool to open all the boxes. Like a lot of the boxes I have stored up, I gotta just break down, or I'm actually just turning them into my my shelving unit, which I actually got. Not necessarily the shelves behind. Actually, no. It's funny. I mean, you'll recognize this. The shelving unit I actually got the idea from Gary because he has them in his office. But I'm like, that's a pretty cool use of space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other thing, all the boxes with the writing, I got that from Casey because I'm like, usually people just throw stuff up and you can't read it. And he's like, no, just put in brown boxes, mark them, and just put them up there. And I won't. I know exactly what I'm looking for, and I won't have to sit there and fumble through yes, the stuff. Through I a need a billion things. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's gonna look a little nicer. I'm gonna put some shelving up here, mm-hmm. but it's like I'm gonna turn this office into a functional office because, really, the only people that come in here is like people that work here or people that invite in. So yes. like, I don't have clients and stuff. Yeah. And like people that come in here usually walk in and say this is kind of a cool office yeah. versus walking in being like, oh, you're kind of like it's a mess in here. No, I'm not. Like wow, I'm not trying to impress it. anybody, but yeah, it's it's this it's t- It's turning into like a little media center, which is cool, and um hopefully i don't know maybe maybe more but we're uh i'm gonna eventually get a bigger desk so it's not i have like the tiny desk right now which is like a loner because it <laughs> looks awesome. looks pretty pathetic but uh no it's all kind of coming along so what what are you what's your plans the next few days here
1: uh i'm going hiking tomorrow i'm gonna i'm gonna try to do i was really wanting to do a vlog while i was up here and then i started hanging out with my family and started hanging out with my friends i was like man the last thing i want to do is like have a camera put in my dad's face put in my mom's face mm. like hey we gotta do this hey i want to I'm like i'm just not gonna do that like mm. i just want to enjoy my time here because The one thing I did notice about when I was vlogging like in California and Zion is that I spent a lot of time doing that because I mean you have to and you got to make sure you get the shots that you want so you can because I have every time I make in the video I'm like this would be cool I want to make sure this is in the video and so I set the camera up and I make sure I get these certain shots and then I get the random ones that are just fun and me talking and my friends doing whatever so I didn't want to do anything like that this time um I took some pictures I'm gonna take some cool pictures tomorrow we're gonna go hiking I don't even know what mountain we're doing uh Ricky Hammock you know who that is no, he's another dude. He played hockey with my brother for okay. for probably twenty years. Um, he's a mountain man. He yeah, cool. yeah him and my brother they both went to school up at Paul Smith's and is your brother still around here? He is. He's where he lives over in Burlington too. Oh, cool. Yeah, okay. yeah. I haven't seen Dan in years. <laughs> he works nights, so he doesn't see anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're all gonna go. Those two, actually four of us, are gonna go up and do the hiking thing tomorrow. And then my godparents are in town from Atlanta. Um, oh. So and then my other dad's friends. My dad used to work at Anthony's restaurant. He yeah, yeah. was a general oh, manager for yeah. like twenty years or something like that. There, yeah. And so he had all his friends. They're all coming in town. They do a reunion every year, so they're in town this weekend as well. And I'm friendly with them. I mean, obviously, I don't know them as well as I could because I'm thirty years younger. But yeah, it's usually a good time. I mean, so you're going to yeah, Anthony's and hang out. Yeah, with Anthony's, people. And, the, and then I think they're going to do something. That my dad's going to cook dinner for everybody. Cool. And so yeah, just a lot of family I always stuff. remember
0: your dad. I don't know why I remember this. He always cooked a really good salmon. He can cook, man. Cuz I, th- I remember one time you're like, dude, my dad cooked salmon and I don't and I was like, I'm like, I like salmon, but you're like, dude, it's so good. I don't know why this is like a stupid random story, but <laughs> then I remember I think I went over to your house one time and your dad made us salmon it was just some weird thing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Dad, I want you to make salmon. He's like, All right. And like, whooped up salmon. And it was really good.
1: Dude, the dude can cook, man. He always can cook. He loves being in the kitchen.
0: and so, do, you, do you cook a lot? I mean, obviously with the fitness thing, but do you, I mean, are you
1: like, you're basic? I, yeah. And I am, I'm, I'm just starting to get into it, but it's like another thing. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. So then add that on to trying to learn. And yeah. cooking has proven to be one of the hardest things to do because. It's just, again trial and error. You got to figure out what tastes oh, good with yeah. what. Yeah, and
0: well, I find too with cooking. Like I'm, I'm a creature of habit. Like when you talk, yes, especially when you get in like yes. a fitness thing, like I look at food as fuel, kind of deal. Like that's it. Yeah, like me, I can do egg. I can do bland. I can yep. do bland. I can eat it. All I day. don't. I don't need all the spices on it. I mean, most of the. You know, if you have vegetables, yep. I mean, you put a little salt and pepper or even like salad supreme crap on it. I mean, you're gonna get a lot of those. Like, I mean, they have some sodium in them, but you get yeah. like you can get some yeah, of that yeah, crap. Yeah. But like to me, honestly, like a good chicken was a, like a fairly. Decent marinade on it, yep. um, or honestly, just cooked real well. Yep. Like if you just cook it correctly, and you just you can eat a lot of stuff. And I think a lot of like you said, fruits and vegetables just have flavor. Yes, and and to be honest, a really well cooked ribeye has a lot of flavor. Oh, dude,
1: there's nothing better than a good steak. No, that's I, it. Texas,
0: yeah. obviously, I'm yep. assuming steak, Dallas must have yeah, steak. That steak. is Dallas, I'm assuming, is known for steak.
1: A lot of barbecue everywhere. Barbecue, barbecue yeah. Dallas barbecue. That's the Texas thing. is barbecue. I'm not. It's uh, okay with me. I'm okay. I like steaks. I don't like barbecue that much. It's, oh really? Uh, yeah. See, I like I like brisket
0: a lot. I'm a big oh, yeah. brisket guy. Like if I had to pick, I mean don't get me wrong, like I love chicken. Like I love a good mm-hmm. rotisserie barbecue chicken. But if I'm going out, like I like ribs too. But if you can give me like a really good brisket, mm-hmm. that's my and that's you should, my. You
1: probably make it it to Texas at some yeah, point. Yeah, I,
0: I would. I Yeah, I definitely want. I definitely want to go. Um, it will not be. Actually, I can't say that. I would go to Dallas Stadium if the Giants could it's, pound on them. It's. It, ben, there honestly. is nothing,
1: dude. And How it, big is that place? It, it comes up out of the ground because you're driving there, you don't see it, and then all of a sudden it just rises up. Is it a field below ground? Uh, it might be actually. Like did they build it yeah, down a little bit. Kind of down, yeah. And it's crazy. It, it, <laughs> there's nothing like. I mean, I've been to a bunch of sports stadiums. This thing is in, immense. Jerry World is what they call it, and it's just it's a screen too. That 90 foot by 120 foot screen. You'll be in the stadium and you will just be like, and, every, and the players will be on the field. you just looking at everyone. Just gets entranced by this this screen that's up in the middle of nowhere. Like yeah, it's something else, man. I, I it's had a, a sight.
0: I had a friend uh he went down a couple weeks ago and of course he's a Dallas fan sending mm-hmm. all the shit yeah, online yeah, yeah. and stuff and you know he knows I'm a uh, Giants fan. So he's doing the whole thing. But it, like you kind of look at it. He was like on the field and yeah. they give tours and stuff and yeah. like, they don't care that people can walk on the field. But yep. it's it's kind of cool that like, it would be fun to just go stand and, like, look up and see everything. It's Have you fun. been on the field? On okay. the
1: field. It's, like, $15, and they'll let you go where, basically wherever you want in the whole stadium. Like it's cool. It is cool. And they do all the Texas high school playoffs there. They do all the championships there. So you can go watch, and you can get a front-row ticket for the Texas high school championship. and beat. Which is
0: insane football.
1: It's Yeah, it's top-level. I mean, it's, like, it's almost, like, lower-level college. Really, I wouldn't even yes. say lower-level college. It's probably, like... It's like watching, like, a D2 or D3 school play football. Yeah. I mean, all those dudes are it's 6A schools. Where they're going is that and, 6A? Is that how big they think Yeah. Get?
0: <laughs> which is what probably two three thousand kids probably more than that it's, well i'd say by two
1: three thousand in a high school uh, maybe Could, two thousand in a class is a class yeah and so and they only do like they do like six seventh eighth ninth tenth i don't know is it some they they have three different schools so they'll the like how ours was almost set up yeah it's like three grades per and so yeah six thousand kids in a school and then there's like 30 schools in every little area like where i live is like plano west plano east plano central it's like and they all got six thousand. And they're all filthy at football. Football and basketball. Basketball is super high level there too. But, but is, I'm assuming football's still the top. Football number uno. Like is is,
0: yeah. is 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 Texas football as crazy as they say it is? It, like
1: town how shut how down. How they for take it. it? Yeah. How Z took soccer? Yeah. Just have the exact intensity, but then times it by people six thousand because of the people. And, yeah. yeah. And their stadiums, like this new town called Allen, they just spent I think it was like ten million dollars on their stadium, and for high school. It, it looks like the Coliseum. Like it has. It's, it's a legitimate stadium. Like. It's unreal. That stuff wouldn't even pass around here because they're be like, "No, no, we're not going to spend." Yeah, zoning regulations. <laughs> yeah, people would flag that and, down. And every high school has it. So they're talking about forty different high schools in a twenty-mile radius. How's the property taxes there? I have no idea. You don't own homes, so no. Right. I mean, nobody's yeah, ever like
0: complained about them.
1: I don't think so. Everything
0: seems pretty reasonable around there, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd like to go down like I said I've I've never been I've never really put Texas on oh I want to see everything but like I've heard people go
1: down to Texas I'm like dude Texas is pretty cool like so when I first moved there I was like Texas okay and now I'm like Texas is sweet man like if you're gonna go to Dallas go to Austin San Antonio Houston is what it is those two cities are awesome my dad. Split time in both. Yeah, my dad came down for the first time this year, and he fell in love with the whole area. He yeah, like this is it was so much fun. I mean, Do you think you'd move down there? No. Well, I think he would, but he's got he's got his his girlfriend for the last ten years. They yeah. she doesn't want to leave up here, and I understand yeah. that. Yeah, so he's he's got some yeah. roots here still. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a super cool city. We got. And, do you guys have the little scooters around here? No. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I didn't <Little> know. Sc- <laughs> little sc- no, 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 no. Well, everyone. We're not that big yet. Everyone, man. That's how you get around the cities down there. So are these like the city bikes that you yep. see? but they're all scooters. And everyone. Austin is a whole city of scooters. Like, no one even drives cars anymore. You just have thousands of people on scooters so around. So you talk
0: like scooters, you actually talk like you just step on them and hit and a just, button and just roll? Yep. So you're not actually like self-propelling. No, no, no. You, it's, not like, it's not like the old razor scooters. No, you like, like
1: 25 miles an hour You could be flying on those things. And do you just put them in a docking station? You don't have to. It's just an app. You just take a picture wherever you park it, and it's good. Yeah, you download the app. It's
0: so where simple. do you park it? Just side of the road. Wherever
1: you feel like putting it. Wherever you want to stop. And that's the best way to get around. Like if you're bar hopping, oh, you just hop on the scooters and just cruise right around. What? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So,
0: so if you're like driving through the park, you can just literally lay it in the park wherever you want. If you do, want- they, do they stand up on their own, or yep, you they got a little
1: kickstand that you just kick out.
0: And somebody else just walk, walks on, yeah. jumps on. Like, how, do, how does it? How do you start
1: them? App. So they have like a little, uh, like a barcode on it, and yep. so you put the app, and then it scans the barcode, and it beep, 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 and it unlocks it. And then that's insane. <laughs> so how are they? How are they generated? So it? there is somebody solar? that does drive around and pick them up, and I'm then surp- put them back out. I'm surprised they're not solar generated. I think at some point they probably will. That be. way, they're yeah. su- totally self sufficient. Yeah, exactly. And there's wow. 40 different companies, and you know which ones to get, which ones are faster, which ones are slower. But it all works the same. They all do. They they all have have different apps. Yes, and they have bicycles down there. They have little scooters that you can sit down for people who don't want to go as fast on the stand-up ones. Like, and if you go down the middle of the day, you'll see people in uptown suits, ties, and there'll be like six of them going to lunch on their little scooters. Like, <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> it's so dope, so funny, man. Is, is that yeah. have you
0: seen that before? Another, I'm sure like the big cities have. Yeah,
1: it. I, most big cities. San Diego had it. Pensacola didn't have it when I was living there. Um, L.A.'s got them. So I think a lot of the big, big cities, Austin, Dallas, Houston. Wow. Yeah, and that's and that's so like, you've used it plenty of times. All now. over. I got all the apps. Man, I use it on the campus at UNT. Like it's just the way to do it. It really is. How safe is that, though? Not safe. Not safe. You don't think so? I've seen so many people. It's safe for sober people. But then you get the drunk people on them.
0: So do they have their own legit... Like, if you're driving down the road, you're not going straight down the road, but do you have, like... No. You You go down the road. You go
1: down the road. Or the sidewalk, which is a pain in the ass, because then you're running people over. I'm surprised they don't have, like, designated lanes. I think they will eventually. And if I was setting up a city, if I was a civil engineer, I would make it to where... We don't aren't going to be allowing cars into the city anymore. Like it's, gonna, it's just going to be scooters, bikes, public transportation. Yeah, and I think that's the way it's going to be going. Because it'd, be, it'd be cool if you
0: could turn blocks and blocks and just pedestrian. Yes. Because I think with a scooter, like you can go kind of like take Casey who rides a boosted board around and yeah. you can get from point A to point B very fast. Quick and quick. I mean, you got to think about just sitting in traffic. Like yep. that's a like if I God damn the scooters, man. It's I, the
1: best because like if I want to go from uptown to another part of the city it's called Deep Elm. It'll take you 15 minutes to drive there. If you hop on a scooter, it's going to take you four minutes. And you just hop, cruise right around. And if you want to stop, oh, let's stop here real quick and grab a drink. Or, hey, let's go get some food over here.
0: Okay. Yeah, you don't have to worry about parking. Yeah.
1: Like, I'll just go grab another. Now, are they easy to find? Everywhere. Okay. You can't not find them. Okay. You run okay. In, <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Like, I didn't know if you like, it, it, came no, out to no, eat, like, man. damn, man, I got to call a taxi now, man. I, in, in Austin, there's literally too many of them. It's like, all right, these scooters are just getting in the way. But Austin is so heavily populated and so heavily visited that.
0: I mean, are. are are people good about moving the scooters at least to the side of the, the sidewalk?
1: You need they'll charge you or something that you have to take it. That's why you have to take a picture because you have to put it into a place where it's not in the way. Okay, and so you take the picture and then 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 so you can put it like on the sidewalk, yes, but like yeah. against the building, yep. kind of deal. Yep. Okay, because they don't feel like people are just like some stop. people and and more so the drunk people or the kind of the assholes would just like leave it lying around. It's like come on, man. But for the most part, I mean, cool, you'll have cool. you'll have the people who ruin things that are nice, but it is what it is at that point that's awesome it, that's half the fun my dad he means 74 years old he was cruising just cruising, man. Just cruising man. maxing out Yo, 25 <laughs> it was really a lot of fun oh god it
0: was wow um no i i think that's i think that's great um damn scooters man um <laughs> i mean i i like i said i i don't want to keep you too long and i gotta get get home to grill but um
1: dang what time was it 6 40 yeah. Two two hours I just, See, i remember watching rogan they're always like we've been talking for three and a half hours i don't know how we, we honestly could i'm literally yeah, looking at a time count, count up right now and i'm just like my
0: my whole thing is like i just respecting time and obviously i got i got to make sure i get No, it's, home, it's but, understandable um not not bad for your first podcast That's awesome thank you i appreciate it, this, it dude, it's this cool is tight. yeah you did good no this yeah. is this is awesome i i uh like i said i i would i mean we'll probably talk about this after but you know if i'm in dallas I'll, I'll definitely hit you up but i think if um i who knows when i'll be there but you never know um but the the vlogging stuff i'd like to stay in touch cuz i think yes. there's a lot that you could do when you get back from what you're doing with the with traveling even just in the fitness room yeah. i see people around here and they don't do it i'm like dude like, you got it it's just another outlet it's it's it, but it's i always tell people take what i'm doing in real estate and apply it to whatever business you're in, mm-hmm. and it works. And you like,
1: can just copy the business model and just put it in your own. Your it. own is it,
0: yeah. You're doing it for fitness, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Like you're literally going to take a year and you're going to do. There's a ton, there's a ton of travel uh, vlogs out there, yeah. but you take your own travel vlog, put it under Yona yeah. or what your Instagram is, and just turn that into a thing and gain traction and use your
1: hashtags and just simply and, just kind of put it out. And people watch because they like you. It's not. It's like they could pick a billion different travel vlogs to watch. It's yeah. People are going to watch me because they want to watch me. Exactly. I mean,
0: I I get my the vlogs I put out. I get a couple hundred views on all of them, and by the time I put them out on Instagram and LinkedIn, and I put them on LinkedIn and YouTube and Facebook, Mm -hmm. and when I put them out on that, I would say in total they're probably watched three to four hundred times, which is crazy for a small town. That's real cool. And, And part of it is I don't know if people actually like care, but then part of them like all of a sudden I showed up to an event yesterday, and they're like like the name tag and like oh you should put local celebrity and i'm like well (laughs) i'm like i kind of like it's fun i have a blast doing it but it's funny that's the the effect that it has for sure but for you doing the same thing people will watch it i'll watch it because it's like oh where's jonah's in it. new zealand today that's what do you, holy crap look at that mountain like it's kind of cool because we get to live vicariously through your Bingo. your footage yep. um but for you also too if you do a year of that you're gonna get really freaking good at, at yeah filming you
1: do anything long enough filming, every day editing. for a year yeah you're gonna be really good at it
0: so i think it'll be cool but um
1: hey man proud of you for everything you're doing really am because I, I like vice versa man
0: like i i always uh like i said it's fun to run into people in high school and, I, and again I, there's people we've I haven't talked to since class day um there's people that i've seen i ran into alex yesterday and there's people i you know i saw you know nolan and kyle at a golf tournament the other Mm -hmm. day and it's like there's some guys that you just see and gals and stuff but um it's cool like i I think coming from a small town of shay like there's only 50 of us that graduated and to be honest it's not like other schools where you go you, you you meet each other and Ninth grade. It's like yeah. we talk no, no, about no. fifth five yeah. years old. Like we were legit five years old when yeah. we
1: met. I mean, we met in 1995, 96. And I tell all my friends down there who don't go to, they go to schools with thousands of people. I'm like, I go home and I've known everybody I'm going to talk to or that my age, I've known them for 20 plus years. I'm like, what? You're only 29. like, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's crazy. My whole life. So, yeah. And, and, I mean, I mean,
0: and, it, and it, it really is. I mean, my, I, pr- I you know it sounds kind of cheesy. Like I don't really have a memory that of a time when you probably weren't in it because we were five yeah. i mean i mean memory prior to that's a little yeah. a little hazy yeah. you know but um it's always cool when you look back at the people that you grew up with because it's like oh they're doing well yes. and like i'm like when i look at i know it sounds crazy and it sounds like a, like again like an old manism, but like looking at your you know someone that you know for 25 years and you're like you know what like even if they had some bad times or good times now you're looking at him like dude he's kicking ass now and like at least he's doing something he's enjoying himself and like it it's so so cool to like you get a little bit of pride of like for sure i'm glad he's doing good like and i know that like teachers and stuff and i've run into our old teachers and like the amount how excited they get when they see like they've commented about stuff i do and like dude we're so happy and proud because that's what they want they want the best for you and like i think we all want that for each other and we've got you know everybody's got classmates that have done you know gone down bad paths or Mm -hmm. haven't you know maybe amounted to what we anticipated they would but you know life happens and and again we're we're 30 years in on a lifetime path yes, and like yes. you got time to correct anything you're on a lot so. of time
1: and, I, and and that's another thing is that a lot of time and that's why i tell like my 24 year old i'm like dude just relax you got you got all the time in the world man we <laughs> like, got a girl here she's
0: I, I, I pick them up i'll pick on all of them like we got like a 22 year old we got a 19 year old we got a 23 year old just the military we got like all these people like like you guys are like, like Hannah's ten years younger than me. I'm Like Hannah, you're nineteen. You're nineteen. Like I wasn't even thinking. Like the, yeah. the mindset you have now as a nineteen year old, I was like Jeez. three, four years away from even like getting that into my brain. Yes. And I said, relax. Like don't stress out. You don't have to do this, that, or the other thing today. I said, you know what? Do just, just live life. Like do what you need to do. Do enough to pay the bills. Yep. Have fun. Don't settle down yet. You don't yeah. need to find a husband,
1: wife. Just let you it know, all come to you, man. Yeah. Just let it all happen because it will, and everything will happen. Yeah, don't anytime. don't don't search for it. Just yeah.
0: add, just just keep keep yeah. being positive. Keep being a good dude, and things happen. But yeah. hey, very proud of you. Cool, Glad man. you came on. Thanks. Great Thanks to see for you. Having, this bro. is so this is like surreal to me a little bit because <laughs> the amount of hours we spent up to this point has been a ton, but over the last ten years it's been zero. Yep. So then it's like it's it's like I said, I, I was actually thinking about that today. I'm like, it's almost like it's almost like finding like your like biological father or something like you know like what do you even sound like it's like seeing see it again so but um obviously give your best to your family i haven't you know you i haven't seen him in a long time and actually you got to see papa joe here sure which is same yeah. thing he's he comes walking in i'm like no, no you got to see who i have in today he's oh like, he didn't like, know no i didn't tell him who it was i do like, <laughs> you got to see who's, who i got in today because i was super pumped but um no cool I'm happy you came um Keep doing what you're doing, Thanks, and uh, everybody will be watching out for your vlog. Mm. We'll put your contact info in, but like I said, I'm sure I'll be spreading some awareness on social media of your, yeah, of your travels. It, so. And are you traveling by yourself? Uh, Is the plan? O- and you're meeting up with friends, because yes, that's what you post about.
1: Overall, it. by myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, I like being alone. How? Trains, planes, automobiles, however? Whatever it has to
0: be. Yeah, just flowing. I, I actually dig it. I love it. So. <laughs> cool. Well, that's episode 50 of the Galen Trombley Show, again with... Basically, lifetime friend, uh, Jonah Curtin. We wish him all the best on his future travels. Thanks for listening to the Galen Trombley Show. If you want to reach me, you can go on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. The spelling, G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y.